0: Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show, because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it.
1: You're listening to Movie <laughs> Sucktastic. I know,
0: I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove. I can't see this
2: What's your name? Fuck you! That's my name! You're
0: Holy god people fuck you know that high huh? the fuck guys like in prison i'm gonna
1: put a bullet hole in your fucking forehead i'm gonna fuck the brain bond insecure junkyard yard motherfucker <laughs> that's until fuck you yeah that's
2: my message to so you fuck you and kiss my ass Kicking, stinky horseman horse-melling mother, motherfucker, you! You dirty, meeky slime You cum sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! You found beautiful one. Me? You got real love. are okay. This one, real fucking love. For the morning. you can all go fuck yourselves
0: we'll do it live okay. we'll do it live fuck it do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks yeah. <laughs>
1: And we are live. live. Welcome, everybody. Live. Finally. Welcome, Scott. Yeah, I know. I, I'm working on getting a no. short, shorter Dude. opening.
0: No, 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 no. I, I'm <laughs> talking about my, my technical difficulties in the last 15 uh, minutes. I
1: see. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, w- oh, Welcome,
0: everyone, to episode... 70. 70. Wow. Nice yeah.
1: round number. We're, we're getting up there. Right. Right. We're definitely uh, getting up there.
0: Can 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 I, can I can I start this uh
1: episode with 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 a correction? Uh is this going to be the Hank Azaria?
0: Yes it is. <laughs> and I was thinking Ben Gazzara <laughs> as the evil guy in Roadhouse when I said Hank Azaria and if someone wasn't watching hockey while we were recording <laughs> they, they would have caught me and corrected me instead of going, "Oh yeah, yeah." After I said it twice. <laughs>
1: I have to be completely uh, honest. Uh, That is completely true. I was, the the reason why we did not have an episode Thursday evening, selfishly, I would have not been able to concentrate while my hockey team, the New Jersey Devils, right here, were about to play an an elimination game for the second night in a row and ended up going into a double overtime to, to win it. There is just absolutely no way I would have been good to anybody Thursday night for a show. So I, I apologize. If, if uh, I, I wasn't paying attention, it's absolutely unforgivable. correct. Unforgivable. 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 <laughs> it, sounds like it sounds like a Ben Gazzara tune. What? Uh, sounds like a Ben Gazzara tune. Unforgivable. <laughs> what, he sings? Yeah, he's a, he's a singer first. Oh, okay. My father knows all about him, and when Roadhouse came out, he's like, uh, that's a Ben, uh, that's a Ben Gazzara. I go, oh, is that, uh, who the hell is that? Why doesn't Ben Gazzara have his own show? I don't know. I have no idea. I always like Ben Gazzara. I don't know. Gazzara. He's good. Oh, he's good. When he's in the movie and he's swerving from side to side on both sides, like he owns the fucking road, it's because in his head, he owns the fucking road. Yeah. He he owned the whole goddamn town, so that's why he did it. Ah, uh. Ah, uh, so yes, episode 70, we're going to review the big budget Peter Jackson remake of King Kong from 2005. Uh,
2: Motherfucker.
1: But, but first, more importantly, yes. uh, we're going to do other things. We, uh, not to get go- too technical here. Not but to, we're not to get too technical. Stuff. We're, we're going to do the top 10, but we're also going to do some news again. And of course, this involves Peter Jackson. The timing couldn't be more perfect for it. If you really think about it Perfect. we we decided to do King Kong, and of course the the little bit of news of the new Hobbit film being filmed in 48 frames per second specifically for 3D comes out so uh, what do you want to do first? you want to do the news first you want to do the top 10 you want to do the news first yeah news 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 all right I got music for that all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's our current affair. Music. Oh yes. All right. So, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, sir. You you can launch this off. All right. Well, you had posted an article earlier in the week for this.
0: Right. It was about the test. The the uh, advanced screening of The Hobbit to a, an audience at a uh,
1: convention. I think. It, CinemaCon. It was CinemaCon. Yeah. Uh, actually, I have it right here. I think, I'm pretty sure it's CinemaCon. Yes, it is CinemaCon. All right. Um, the Hobbit, 48 frames per second footage divides audiences at CinemaCon. And uh, I'm not going to read the entire article, although it's mm-hmm. not very long. But uh, this is essentially the breakdown of it. Right here. Jackson is shooting the hotly anticipated film in 3D and using new 48 uh, frames per second technology. Hotly. which is <laughs> which is oh, twice yeah, which is twice the standard frame rate that has been used to make movies since the nineteen thirties. The hobbit will be the first major studio film to shoot at forty eight frames per second. Unfortunately, the new technology has not been received uh has not received a warm response following the cinemacon presentation, a website film drunk noted that everyone hated it uh <laughs> badass digest which, david which, ferracci
0: which which isn't like saying. Uh, there was mixed reviews from the audience. As Like guy comes out, everyone hated it. <laughs> everyone hated it. You don't just throw that out there without having a strong feeling that the majority of the audience pretty much was upset. Yes, so, you know it, it's so it,
1: it doesn't sound like there's a mixed review. It sounds like it's a strongly negative review. Right. Uh, Badass Digest Devin Ferracci said the footage had that soap opera look you get from badly calibrated TVs at Best Buy. Uh, actually, what that is, just to clarify. There's something new TVs have called smooth motion or whatever the TV company, uh, the manufacturers are calling it. Normal TVs run at 60 hertz. Your computer monitor runs at 60 hertz. What they're doing is they're adding 120, 240 or more so that 3D can be viewed properly on these sets or fast-moving things like sports and action films. That's why you get that soap opera that... um made-for-TV live look. And it's because Best Buy has that turned on on all their TVs. When you buy a new TV these days, it's on by default. Uh So that's what that means. Uh, Now, he continued to say, The footage I saw looked terrible, completely non-cinematic. The sets looked like sets. And sets don't look like sets when you're on them live. But these look like sets. The magical illusion of cinema is stripped away completely. Mm -hmm. I I agree. I've seen... If you look at the old uh, Twilight Zone episodes, the early ones, the ones that look like they were live... Well, they were. Well no I'm
0: thinking, yeah, well some of the stuff back there was live. Well, Tribus was live. I'm just talking
1: point. about the, the camera they used and the way okay. it was shot. It looks yeah, like I, it's live.
0: And Twilight Zone was not live. It I'm doesn't have that
1: shows. warm, you know, smooth feeling to it that a twenty four frame per second uh, movie does. Yeah, if you so, go
0: back to like the old uh, like, uh, Lights Out television show where, that, where they, they brought them from radio to the screen, those were filmed live back then, like the old soaps right. were. Those were actual
1: live shows. And finally, an anonymous projectionist from a competing studio <laughs> echoed those sentiments in an interview with Los Angeles Times. It looked like a made-for-TV movie. It was too accurate, too clear. The contrast ratio isn't there yet. Everyone looked either too bright or black. It stinks. It sucked Dick is what right. he basically said now now peter jackson because he wants to save face he came out with a, a response for this
0: huh. i haven't heard this yet i'm dying i'm
1: dying to i'm gonna read this, this in full it's not long right um but i'm gonna read it so here it is peter jackson responded to critics who claimed that filming the hobbit at a higher than normal frame rate would make viewing the movie uncomfortable by reasserting his confidence in the new technology as the wave of the future. Jackson drew heat earlier this week after he, de- after he debuted 10 minutes of the film at CinemaCon in Las Vegas. Many denounced the footage as non-cinematical or simply distracting. The higher frame rate increases the overhead for cinema owners who gave, who, I'm sorry, who have to upgrade their projection equipment at a cost of thousands of dollars per screen.
0: Because right now, none of, none of the cameras that are out there can actually shoot, can actually show a 48 Correct. frame per second, let alone the 60 frame per second they want to do for 3D. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah.
0: there's no theater right now. that If they release
1: this film now, no one can show it. No one. No one at all. And that's right. why the ten, minute, the 10 minutes of the footage came out. They're asking all of these theaters to upgrade their equipment, which they just recently did because of Lucas... About six or seven years ago, when he did um, Attack of the Clones, was the like f- completely digital. Mm-hmm. So they all had to upgrade their fucking uh, the ca- projection, uh, the uh, projectors to an all digital one. Projectors. And um, you know they're doing it again. It's like why should they have to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars? I mean, everyone's going to flock to the film, so you know expect your popcorn and soda to be a little bit more expensive this Christmas.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, the article goes on to say, Jackson and James Cameron are fans of the new technology, but Life of Pi director Ang Lee said he thought the images presented uh, could be too realistic. I have mixed feelings, he told uh, Entertainment Weekly. I don't think 48 frames solves everything. Each time you solve a problem, you can bring in others, because you make the problem look more clear, maybe. I, I think you put that maybe I- at the end to save his uh, ass a little bit.
0: Can I can I interject, inj- interject here that I'm surprised they finally made the movie out of Life of Pi? <laughs> you know, maybe they, if they had done it like you know how many however many years ago when it was actually a popular book, right. that might have been smarter. But
1: I digress. Well, it, anyway, it's Ang Lee. It's going to be art house. It's going to be beautiful. You know, it, it's yeah. Well, they it may Ang- be recognized at o- Oscar time, but it's not being made for big bucks or anything.
0: It's Ang Lee, and I'll I'll go back to why. Yeah, go ahead. Keep continue, right. sir. I, I, have you gotten to Peter Jackson's reply yet?
1: Uh, I'm I'm getting to it. Okay. Um, Of course, Jackson and tech-obsessed Cameron would likely take issue with the implication of Lee's statement that it's okay to cover up mistakes using a less-than-ideal frame rate. Jackson said stopping the progress of filming technology is not a viable solution. At first, it's unusual because you've never seen a movie like this before, he added. It's literally a new experience, but you know, that doesn't last the entire experience of the film, not by any stretch. After 10 minutes or so. So what he's saying is after 10 minutes, you'll get used to it. <laughs> now it's funny, Which is total bullshit.
0: That, is, that, is that the quote? Yeah. Because I've got a camera one here that's eerily similar and
1: <laughs> even more smug. Did they collaborate uh, on the on what they were going to say?
0: Uh, all right, these guys have a circle jerk. Because obviously Avatar thing is thing.
1: being filmed in 48 frames per second.
0: Okay, you can't talk over me. Avatar 2, I mean. You can't talk over me and I can't talk over you because I break up. Okay. You go ahead first, sir. No, I'm done. Go ahead. Okay, I apologize. I just, these guys are having this 3D circle jerk now as they're trying to push this technology out here because these guys, these, these directors, these p- producers, these film guys are... Well, I'll get into that in a minute. But Cameron, mm-hmm. uh, there's this whole thing here. Uh, they, they had a meeting. Uh, what was the name of that? The, the SMPTE Summit. I don't even know what the hell SMPTE is. The, uh, techn- it's a technology summit on cinema. And uh, Cameron didn't show up. But, he, didn't. Uh, he had a quote. No, he didn't, he didn't bother showing up. Uh, but he had <laughs> this quote about it. Uh, and he, the next two Avatar films he wants to do uh, at the 48 frame or 60 frame per second. Okay. And his quote is When, when you see a high frame rate, it's like reality. Uh, <laughs> some people may find it disturbing because it seems like what's happening in front of you is now no longer a flat moving panel, it looks real. And, <laughs> and that's disturbing at first. I think there will be people that love it and there will be people that say it looks like video because video is the only way they can process something that looks too real. But it's really quite magical.
1: That is such horseshit.
0: What a fucking car. Right, so what he basically said is if you can't you see people can't handle it because it looks like reality and people can't process reality unless thinking it's video.
1: And, if and it's you really... can't
0: handle it. So these are just if you don't like it, you're stupid. It's yeah. what it is, and That's... and you just can't handle how beautiful it is, you just can't handle how magical it is.
1: <laughs> it's magical.
0: I, you know, this is the same cocksucker who said, uh, "Oh, oh, wow. oh no, oh no." The Hurt Locker. That, that oh, it was a good film for you know the small theater films. Uh, you know, my wife who who I you know cheated on while I was making Titanic, and then went on and became a successful director. She won the Oscar. For that. <laughs> I don't think
1: he oh, was that... with he was with Catherine Bigelow when he did Titanic. I think he uh, was with Linda he, Hamilton. He, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was he
1: was fucking her on set. Oh, um, uh, yeah. You know it. Um uh, yeah. I think Bigelow came much later, but
0: uh, they a...
1: collaborated for the longest time. It was only inevitable, inevitable they get married.
0: Yeah, whatever. Uh, but anyway, but, but the fact that he's he the whole thing about um uh, Oh, yeah, but but her would look better in 3D. Of course. And it, you know, yeah, every now and then a small film has to win. But uh the arrogance of this bastard that every and and this has been bothering me for the last ever since we watched titanic again i've been really it's been bothering me okay uh the whole idea of the big budget film but what happened is is these three guys these guys are like the einstein and oppenheimer of film right or actually not even because those guys had souls Ah, uh, these these are like the mad scientists who get so wrapped up and If you watch the films where they get so wrapped up in the technology, right? Where they, like, you see, we could we could we could make this this laser and it could destroy the world. And if, if, well, do you think we should do that? So, well, it's science. We have to do it. So, but but it could destroy the world don't you understand we have to build this it's science and you know it, it's frankenstein they're right. creating the frankenstein monster and their frankenstein monster is the most expensive way possible to film anything it's so fucking expensive it's not even funny how ex- expensive it is and it's a uh, well you know let's take it and let's push it further let's make it more realistic let's go to 500 frames per second what happened to my monitor god <laughs> damn it and it's just it keeps doing this they keep pushing it and what it it's they've lost sight and they've lost sight of what it is they're doing and all they're thinking is the technology and big bigger and bigger and they have to make it bigger and bigger it's the only way these guys get fucking jobs yep. they can't make a film they have to make a bigger film it has to be bigger than the last one it has to be bigger than the last one before that and, and ang lee comes out of nowhere and goes i don't know it, it's it's pretty but uh maybe it's not a good idea you know why why Cause he's a fucking artist <laughs> He's a filmmaker, he's an artist. Film, even though it's entertainment, is an art form. Yeah. Okay? They have turned it into, it's always been a business. They've, yeah, taken, sure. they've taken it to such a business extreme, they have lost sight of what their purpose is, is, to entertain people. Now they've gotten to the point where they're actually telling people, no, 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 you like this. But no, but we don't. No, 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 no. This is bigger and better. You like this. If you don't like it, it's because you're afraid of it being bigger and better. You can't handle it being bigger, but it's better. It's bigger. It's got to be better. It's bigger. (laughs) Fuck these people. Cameron's pulling the same to with Avatar. You you can see the screen. It looks real. And I think people are going to be awed. Like, wow, that looks like a real... Creatures. No, it doesn't. looks like a computer generated creature. I'm That's not right. stupid. I'm not, you know, even children know it's not a real thing. They're not walking around asking, where Where do we go to the real thing? No, no, they know. Kids <laughs> know cartoons aren't real. Yeah, on a certain level, they know cartoons are real, aren't real. You, did, you don't watch an Avatar and, and wonder, gee, did they actually create these large things and then film? No, because we're not fucking stupid. Floating mountains with right. the water source. And if you. <laughs> If you even look, oh, yeah. If you even look at this picture they show of of the Hobbit, and you look at everybody standing behind, uh, what's his name? And it's like, wow, there's a bunch of guys wearing funny costumes. It doesn't look like a movie. It it's <sighs> it, and you look at every single. You look at Cameron. You look at Ridley. Miss Mister Whiny Bitch, how dare you give me an R? You look at Peter Jackson, all three of them. Each film's bigger and better. Each film has to be bigger. Each film has to be excited. Two hundred million dollar, three hundred million dollar, four hundred million dollar. Super wide screen. Change out those fucking cameras. We're we're you know we're we're. We're going like crystals now. We're going to shoot crystals off the screen. Everything <laughs> is extreme now, and these guys are just, they've, they've lost control. They're the mad scientists of the
1: entertainment world, and they're going to destroy film if they don't stop them. There's going to be purists left behind that will still make movies the old way.
0: No, um, no. No, no. The, the, that's going to be the majority of people, because the majority of filmmakers don't have half a billion dollar budgets to play with. Yeah, and once true. these guys and once these guys fuck up, when when The Hobbit tanks, because
1: it ain't, it ain't gonna tank. All right, listen to me. No, how, it, how much does it do, cost? do we need to make a bet now?
0: No, what I'm saying is, when it tanks, as far as not doing, you, you can't sustain this. You can't sustain. Okay, the biggest film comes out. It, eventually, you'd fall, and it, the I'll, Hobbit might be the one. Right. I'm not. Now, I'm not saying it's never. No, it's it ain't gonna, gonna be. All right. Don't um, argue me on this. Cause, I, I'm, I'm going to. Because because what's going to happen if they release it and half the theaters can't even show it?
1: No. Well, if it, I can and, finish the article.
0: But look, let me finish my statement. <laughs> okay. If they if if not all the, if not every theater can show because not every theater is going to be able to convert. So if you limit your if if you limit your theater right. space uh-huh. by doing this, and then tell audiences that they can't that if they don't like it that they're just you know, can't handle the truth, then you're going to pare down your audience. Yeah. What's the rest of the article say?
1: Okay. Representatives from Warner Brothers and Regal Cinemas lent their authority to Jackson and his little adventure in big screen enhancements. Uh, The studio, the studio's distribution arm believes fans will come to appreciate the innovation over time. And the cinema chain said it will upgrade as many as twenty seven hundred theaters. Wait, that's the chain. That's but that's well, Regal, and uh, Regal Cinemas owns a lot of theaters. Now, considering that, you're considering that an average blockbuster type film opens up in about four thousand screens or theaters, I should say. Upgrading twenty seven hundred of them which, for the most part, a film like this being shown will probably be shown largely in part to the bigger theaters, which are Regal Cinemas and uh, yeah, your Sonys and things of that nature, your Lowe's. I have a feeling that most of these theaters are going to follow suit with what Regal is doing. I can, I can guarantee you most, if not all, the theaters that are showing this movie will have this camera in, uh, or projector enhancement.
0: Okay, and, and how much are they going to charge you to watch that film that they had the well? Equipment? That that's the
1: thing. I already just told everyone that expect higher prices yeah. this Christmas just because of The Hobbit. So and 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 gee,
0: I wonder why they're all getting behind this because they'll, they'll drop a thousand dollars or however much it costs to update your equipment, and then they're going to add two or three dollars to the ticket price. Sure, on, t- on top of the three we D. Well, we saw Avatar
1: at the Paramus Mall. We mm-hmm. paid twelve dollars to go see it.
0: I had a 3D rate and then an HFR. Oh, oh I'm rate. sorry,
1: you're right. It was twelve dollars to see Saw, right? And then just we saw what Avatar a couple of months later, and it was it was already jacked up to thirteen, right? Because
0: there, of the 3D there's gonna be there's going to be a 3D surcharge. There's going to be an HFR surcharge, and you know they're going to figure all this in, and they're going to yep. they're going to jack it up higher than whatever the cost overage is, because it's just a way to build people more, and get the lunatics to have you know I have to see it in 60 frames per second on 3D now. Of course. And, and another reason they're doing this is they realize theater is dying, especially in a waning in a waning economy, and all they can think of is how can we jack up ticket prices more. When people people have less and less money to spend in box offices, box office totals have uh, been stagnating.
1: At 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 some point, the theatrical experience is going to be a once in a while event, because with the advent of streaming, with the advent of video on demand, uh, all of all, all of those things, you're not at some point you're going to be able to sit home and watch, you know, The Hobbit or whatever big screen, like Transformers 11, Mm -hmm. you'll be able to sit home and watch that. And you'll pay, you know, you'll probably pay a minimum of anywhere from $30 to $50 to watch it because they don't know how many. It could be yourself, or you could have 10 people over. So they'll figure it out at some point. But I, I, I just, I think the theater experience is going to go away. Maybe, not completely. It never will, but enough.
0: I, I I predict, and this is a, a fun prediction, because I'm hoping I'm right on this. Okay. I think it's gonna not necessarily kill theater, but I think we're hitting a point where, in the future, if they keep pulling this shit and Hollywood keeps cranking out bigger budget trash that sucks like this, mm-hmm. you're gonna see the theatrical experience transform backwards, where we're gonna have we're gonna revert to more of an art house exploitation cinema in <laughs> theaters. And all of this yeah. mainstream crap is just going to get get fed right into your house for for like uh you know they'll charge you half the theater price to pump it in your your onto your TV and it'll cost them a fraction of that so they'll be making more money charging you less, and all the people that jerk off the 3D stuff are going to be sitting at home with their 3D TVs you know dick in hand, yeah. and meanwhile the true film goers are going to be going to the art house theaters to watch the little budget films and they're going to be going to the, dr- the the drive-ins or the other you know new New era of grindhouse to watch a whole new generation of low-budget films created for the theaters, right? Because because now the audiences are trying to get away from this crap. I mean, when you homogenize everything, and what, that's what they're doing too. They're they I mean, we, we sat through Titanic, we sat yeah, through I'm Avatar, sure. right? Yes. Uh, he he put he put his name on that as screenwriter, a and you and directed, right? And you watch it, and there's no screenwriting here. This was this was an excuse to to do the special effects. There's no story here. Oh, yeah. You watch Avatar. There's no story here. This was an excuse to do all this. J- this is an excuse for uh, you to jerk off on the screen with your CGI jizz. And, th- and th- <laughs> that CGI jizz. Yeah, yeah. Well, which, <laughs> I love it. Actually, it. I, I've seen You know, seen that. Um, but this is, and that's what it is. It's I don't it, doubt it. it. More and more, and and the, only, the Jackson's even worse because he's actually taking real classic literature. You know, Tolkien. And and he, he started it off trying, doing a faithful adaptation, and now he's at a point where it's just like you know how how bigger and better can I do it? You, you dude, you did bigger and better. You did a fuck, you did the the biggest best trilogy fantasy trilogy ever. Right. And now he's like, well, I got to do bigger now. No, you don't. Take a step back. Do your little zombie film you promised you were going to do. But no, you die. now you, now you now you're the shit. Nah, can't do that. Lonely Bones was a bomb. You know what happened? You, oh, well, the, it was a bomb because he he had to do the CGI oh, stuff. It was in production forever. Because well, he had to do the CGI stuff, and, and, and again, that's the and everything had to look great. And the, great, the seventies didn't look that good. No, I know. I don't care who you are. The seventies didn't look that good. Just look at the, just look at all the film from the seventies. <laughs> it didn't look that good. <laughs> and he, he 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 Jackson got waved into the back room, and there was Lucas and Cameron and Scott, and they're all sitting around. Scott, of course, you know, at the far end of the table, he's still not up to the par, but he's getting there. Scott Ridley. Oh, okay. I'm last names, okay. so I was Scott. Okay. No, no, I, and and they so wait. Just because and of
1: the Never no, mind. I gotcha. Yeah.
0: yeah, so they weigh Jackson and says, hey, you're now, you're in the back room now. Here, here's the big deal, and they're they're laying out the plans. And Jack's like, well, so you mean I can spend the rest of my life like just just living off the money I, I from uh, from Lord of the Rings?' It's like, dude, stick with us. You'll be doing billion dollar film in ten years. You'll be you'll have billion dollar budgets, and you won't even have a script. <laughs> really. <laughs> you know L- lucas is the master you know as you, you know yeah but these guys again they're the mad scientists building the laser beam that can destroy the world and and they're not listening to everybody saying yeah but no one it's not going to help
1: right Fucking well Cameron. the article concludes Cameron. there's only hey, uh there's I, only two
0: can I, can I just repeat cameron's line there sure c- c- is that... Some people may find it disturbing because it seems like what's happening in front of you is now no longer a flat-moving painting. A flat-moving painting. Right? <laughs> everything before what he's doing now is just a flat-moving painting. Everything, you know, every, every past film, you know, you know Luke, uh, name, name a famous film director, everything they did was just flat-moving paintings compared to what I'm doing. I'm giving you reality. I'm giving you magic. <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Uh, interestingly, The Hobbit will be available in six formats, 3D, 2D, IMAX 3D, each in both 24 frames and 48 per second. So, it's 3D, 2D, and IMAX 3D, but you'll be able to get it in 24 and 48. So, you can go see the movie in 24 frames per second and not have to look at that real looking uh, type of film. I, I'm assuming when it comes out on Blu-ray... You'll get. Oh, oh, oh it, Jesus! It, it'll have a, It'll have to have a sticker on it or something that'll say forty-eight frames per second.
0: Dude, and, and again, they just figured out a way to sell not only more. Now, now you have you have to buy the special. T- now you have to buy the special three D TV that does the forty-eight frames per second or sixty frames per second. Because I'm sure the ones that they first brought out first didn't have that technology. Wink, um, wink. They plan this shit down the road. Even if it can, they're going to say it can't.
1: Or are they going to say there's a new one now? Well, I think you'll need a new Blu-ray player at the very least. Oh, I at think the very the, least? I think the TVs that can do 3D now and are at least, I think they have to be 240 hertz, should be able to do it. Because what displays the frames per second should be the physical disc. Like when you play Xbox, you get games that run at 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. And you get games that run at 30 frames per second. And the TV just displays that. So you, TVs can display 60 frames per second. That's not shouldn't be the issue. It should be. I, I can guarantee TV you the blu- might- Blu-ray players are gonna have. You're gonna have to buy a new one.
0: And the, and then you're gonna have two different kind of Blu-rays now.
1: Oh yeah, that's what I mean. It's gonna have have some sort of a sticker on it to say, yeah. "Hey, this is the 48 frames per they, second version." They could call it, they could call it blue real. Blu-ray. Because God knows when you buy anything and you open it out of the cellophane wrapping, you can't return it unless it's for the same product. So you're going to get a bunch of people buying the 48 frame per second, trying to go home and watch it, and then realize, shit, this isn't the one I wanted. Go back to Best Buy or wherever you're buying your, your movies from, Barnes & Noble, or whoever and they're going to say yeah sorry you can only exchange it for another 48 frames per second. This, this, we're not going to be we're not going to let you buy the, the you know the standard 24.
0: This little epic filmmaker cabal has this shit planned out over the next 20 30 years. They've got oh, yeah. it planned out into their retirement. This is this little it, it's it's like the it's like the illuminati of the film industry. Yep. And the, these bastards these and they're, they're tech fiends. That's what they are. They're tech fiends. Avatar wasn't about a story, it was about what can I do? How much can I push it? How much can I do it? Uh, the the next big thing, right? It, 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 there's got it's, there's got to be a breaking point. At some point, the Titanic broke. That's the, the yeah, stress. At, at some point, did. they're only going to be able to pile so much shit on top on top of films until people dislike. And this might be the point. This might be where people are finally saying, "You know what? No, I don't like it." But <laughs> it's, it's clear. No, I don't like it. And just to have that guy come out, and say, everybody hated it. It's like, wow, really? And again. Let- not not big. That's not like, well, I've heard some people say no. Everybody hated it. I hate it. I haven't seen it yet.
1: Now, I'd love to see the, the 10 minutes, but I would imagine that they played it at a theater that was running the new projector, and even if someone snuck in a camera, it's not going to reflect how it really is going to look when you do see it on the big screen when you go to a theater that can do the 48 frames per second.
0: I'll tell, I tell you, I'll see it, but I ain't paying for it. <laughs> I, I, I'm boycotting. I'm boycotting all this stuff. They're not getting a dime of mine. Not that they have already. I can't. I can't. I can't even think of the last time Lucas got. What in about got if we him. went to see it for the show? I'll, I'll figure out a way.
1: I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what.
0: If the drive-in's
1: playing, if I, you I, buy me dinner, I'll buy the movie tickets. How's that?
0: That that that'll work. I'll buy you dinner. That soon. way,
1: then you don't have to actually spend money on the movie. The drive-in's
0: going. It's a double feature, so I can, in my mind, I can say I put all the money towards the one screen. You know. <laughs> or I'll pay for the one screen okay. and I'll I'll watch it on the side while that, I'm watching. That works. I'll do that uh, sometimes. I'll go there and I'll park just where I can and I'll watch the one film with sound and I'll watch the other one without sound, the bad one. I did that with the one? I did that with the Mummy Three. Oh god, that watched, was a bad one too. You know what's weird about that one? When you mm. when I finally watched it, he does this weird thing with his voice all through the film. Brendan Fraser, I like guess. Oh, does he? It, it says I, I, I don't know what the problem was. Maybe he was sick, or they're trying to make him sound older. But he's talking like almost like he's he's talking like he's doing a Brendan Fraser impression. Oh. It's weird. I mean, to me, maybe it's just me. it. I saw it. bits
1: and pieces of that. And mm-hmm. I, I never actually watched it all the way through, and I didn't notice. I, I guess I'll have to look for it now. Could just be me. I don't know.
0: Hey, but but oh wait. But fuck Peter Jackson. Fuck uh, him. I used to, who used to be my hero, as, my as hero, was mine, and and now
1: add 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 him to the list
0: along with uh, Kevin Smith, and uh, I don't know. I'll think of somebody else.
1: Are you ready to do the top ten?
0: Yeah, let's do the top ten because now I'm annoyed. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, music is on. Oh. I'm out of water. What you doing? God damn it, I'm out of water. All right, that's all right, maybe I'll get a drink at the break. We're playing the music, right? Oh, yeah? Okay. You, you should pretend that you can hear it sometimes. <laughs>
0: you started talking like it's not on, so now I don't know if you played it or not. Okay. I usually do pretend, but <laughs> but then you <we> start talking, <laughs> I forgot my water. I was like, are we are we playing the music, sir? I <laughs> mean,
1: uh, messing up my right. cues. Yeah, all right. Let's get everything in the shot here. Okay. Um, yes.
0: Looking at the top ten for the past uh, for for Friday. uh, yeah. uh I, I've lost all faith in humanity as we know it, and we should really just drop the bombs and let the penguins take over. Give them a shot. Really, at let the penguins
1: a, take over. Because look at number one. The number one film? Yeah, think like a man. Think like a man. I had to look it up cuz I had never heard this of it. This is in its second week. This is with comedian uh what's his name? Kevin
0: um Harvey Paul Kevin Rand- Hart. Hart? What? Kevin Hart? Oh, I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the book cuz it's all based on the the not Paul Harvey uh uh what's his name? Harvey something. Something Harvey. Weinstein. No, Steve Harvey. The black comedian Steve, Steve Harvey. Hardy. Okay. Steve Harvey. It, and do you know what the plot of this is? No. Steve Harvey wrote a book called "Think Like a Man." All right. Okay. Um, I, I, it's a nonfiction thing, and apparently it was about like how, telling women how to think like a man. I guess. Um, it's doing
1: really well at the box office.
0: Yeah. Here's listen to this. Here,
1: here's the uh, the. I made almost thirty million last week.
0: The the, the, the It's got like a fifty percent Rotten Tomatoes rating. I'm at I'm at RottenTomatoes.com because I was playing with that today. Okay. So I'm, I'm getting a little back into the. Uh, the reviews aspect of films okay. when they're out. Just uh, here, Here's the basic plot of the film. Based on Steve Harvey's best-selling book, warning sign, it's a non-fiction book. <laughs> Based on Steve Harvey's best-selling book, Think Like a Man follows four interconnected and diverse men whose love lives are shaken up after the ladies they are pursuing buy Harvey's book and start taking his advice to heart. When the band of brothers realize brothers, because they're not really brothers, so they're brothers, brothers. Um, you know, brothers, Yo uh, realize that they have been betrayed by one of their own, Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. They conspire using the book's insider information to turn the tables and teach the women a lesson of their own. So it's more urban, misogynistic nonsense, uh, masqueraded as self-help, whatever, and it's it's, a, it's an infomercial for Steve Harvey's book.: which it's working. It's working, and that's, it's that's, working. that's where my faith in humanity is stripped away. <laughs> people have read this plot and said, oh, this is like a promotional two-hour commercial for uh, Steve Harvey's book. Let me pay to see it. Mm. Oh, What's what, what, what up?
1: Yeah.
0: How, how, how?
1: Oh. Yeah. <sighs> um... Do you want to just talk about the new films, or am I starting from the bottom up? What are we doing? Well, I started at number one already, so we might as well go that way. But you want I to go to... down? Hmm? You want to go down? Yeah. Well, since I, I just mentioned number one, so there's no reason to... Fine. All right. You know. The number two film, uh, it's uh, new this week. It's called... Uh, well, it's not new. This is for April 27th through April 29th. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, it's called The Lucky One, and uh, it made $11.7 million. Uh I know nothing about this. I know that you, right. you did a little homework for it for the show. Zach Efron. Oh no. Is this that war one? He comes <laughs> back from war and US Marine Sergeant Logan The Bolt. This is also a um returns from the, Iraq, yeah. The guy that wrote the notebook is the, the this is one of his books. Sparks. Oh god, it's it's is that a Nicholas Sparks movie? It's got I, I I think it is.
0: I I didn't even look that up. I'll check uh wait, I should have it right here. Nicholas Sparks movie. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Fucking hell.
0: Oh, dude. I just had it, too. I was just reading it. Hold on. The, the, um, he, he comes back from the Iraq war uh, with the one thing he credits for keeping him alive, a photograph he found of a woman he doesn't even know. So, of course, oh. he tracks this woman down, and it's like a love story.
1: You know what I find more uh, believable? What? Tom Hanks having a soccer ball keeping him alive. Yeah. <laughs> for the whole movie, yeah. I find that much more believable. And calling him wilson That's a good name. Well, it, well it's the manufacturing company that well, made the it's soccer ball. Wilson Athletics—it's a very good name.
0: The, the Rotten Tomatoes is like twenty percent. Of course, it is it's like no good reviews. Audiences are, are like love it though. It's like seventy-four percent liked it. So, it well, just... yeah,
1: seventy-four percent of all women—who <laughs> who, who is the demographic for this? Tweens? And middle-aged women. Can I read Stephen Woody's?
0: uh here, Here's a here, uh, friend of the show, Stephen witty There's not much to the movie besides handsome sets, sun-dappled photography, and a plot as predictable as the verse in a Hallmark card. Uh, it's pretty weak from coming from uh, Steve there. Well, well, let me tell you something, too. Um, here's, here's, a, a good, here, here's a good one. I like this one. Yeah. A series of montages set to treacly light rock loosely united by meandering dialogue scenes.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. A movie like this normally just premieres on the Lifetime network. That's this type of movie.
0: But they keep making money.
1: Yeah, it's made forty million so far. What's the budget on this one? Oh, jeez, I don't. I have no idea. I can uh, find out real quick. The,
0: the movie poster is like the even. It's like a low shot of him like pulling her in for a kiss, and they make sure they have his bicep in the shot too. Of course. <laughs> and, and and they have it oh. aside. The sun, the sunset, the sunrise. I guess it's the sunrise or sunset in the back has the light bouncing off of his pecs really <laughs> i'm not even kidding it's highlighting his his man breasts his his, his taut muscular pecs the wow. sun like glincing off them so you can see the divide as he flexes his bite oh
1: yeah i'm looking at the poster now this is this is wife porn this what is white uh, porn this is five o'clock shadow this is pure wife porn yeah uh, I, there is no budget listed i can't imagine that this film cost a lot oh it's, it's gonna I rake I in can't
0: it's gonna rake in millions
1: Billion. i i would say that a film like this maybe costs anywhere from 15 to 20 and it's already made double that oh yeah so expect another nicholas sparks uh you know movie to come out so what a what anyway.
0: a oh nicholas sparks damn you to hell
1: uh, and the number three film is the hunger game still going strong 372 yeah. million total 11 million this weekend now i you know what I I have to see it. With all the hype. I, and I think we Me should too. probably I think watch so. it. I think this should be one of the films we watch. This should probably go in the book mm-hmm. if it's if it's if it's a stinker.
0: I, I I I am predicting it is. But So uh, I think I
1: think we should watch it for the show at some point.
0: Do we count the Twilight series in the book? That's I mean, a big budget show. Well, but that's not really an epic though, is it?
1: It's called the Twilight Saga. It's a, I don't know. I mean, Saga kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with Epic. Lord of the Rings doesn't count because it's a good movie, but I'm I'm, I'm
0: hoping The Hobbit's going to make the book because The Hobbit's going to blow.
1: I don't know, man. blow.
0: I've been saying that since day one.
1: They're already talking about I the possibility it. of the Similarian, which well, uh, is another... It's yeah, like a, a prequel, but it's mostly elves and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have... I own the book, uh, never, never read it though. That, and I read the other ones. I never no, read that you, one.
0: You know what? You know what happens then? That's where that's where Peter Jackson delves in the Avatar uh, realm. Is like, okay. I'm going to see gi I'm going to do. You know, it's not going to be the. It's not going to be the the, the Mister uh, the Agent guy, Agent Smith with the ears on. It's going to be <laughs> you know. It's going to be big blue looking ugly things. Agent Smith, Mister Anderson. Mr. You must,
1: Anderson. You
0: have the ring, Mr. Anderson.
1: I believe that's Hugo Weaver. Hugo Weaver. Hugo Weaver. Yeah. No. Weaving. Weaving? Hugo Weaver. No more fucking ABBA. <laughs> uh the number four film is The Five Year Engagement with Jason Spiegel. Which is your the, favorite. Which is the reason I'm not at the drive this weekend, because that's playing. Oh really?
0: One screen was uh the pirate band of misfits and um some other cartoon, I think a chipmunks movie or something. And chimpanzee. Then, uh what? It's called chimpanzee. No, it was a chipmunks movie or something. On the on the other screen. That's so uh, old. I, they, they don't show all new releases. Sometimes they okay. mess up. All right, all right. one screen was showing two kids' cartoons and then the other one, maybe it was the Lorax, I don't think so. And then the other screen was showing uh the five year engagement and then and something else. Uh bad. It was, but it was just like a double feature of cheesy, stupid comedy things. Maybe Twenty One Jump Street. Okay. Maybe that. So that's why I was like, I I can't. I know I promised I'd go every weekend this summer and just give nothing but like but but like launch reviews of all these films. Right. But I can't start off with like that. I need I need to start off with something at least a little. I I don't. I don't blame you. Yeah, it was last week. I would have had the Hunger Games last week. I missed it. I couldn't go last week. Yeah, I was like, there
1: I would have seen it, but no. So should we move on? I mean, it's just another romantic comedy. He Can't Commit, It's Five-Year Plan, or or They're Engaged for Five Years. It's Jay- right there in the title. Jason Siegel. Siegel. Did I say Spiegel? I think no, I did. I have no idea. I, don't I know. think I'm pretty sure I said Spiegel. i don't care. I'm it's not- Segel. All right. After we were correct or after the Hank Azaria.
0: It's, well, you're not watching <laughs> hockey right now, so you'll catch me.
1: That is, well, I caught myself. Otherwise, I probably would have said Seagal or something. <laughs> Jason Seagal. Uh, The number five film is The Pirates Band of Misfits. This is uh, from the people that did uh, the Wallace and Gromit stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much they're involved in it or if it's just their company, but uh, you know what? It's a kid's film. Sure. You know, I got a kid. I'll put it on. I'll probably enjoy it. Uh Uh-huh. The number six film is Safe, Safe. uh, which has uh, 2012 next to it, so I'm assuming there was another film called Safe at some point. I don't know anything about either one.
0: Well, I mean, you always put like
1: uh Yeah, there was there's been safe films, so yeah. Uh, uh this, it says that it's an action film.
0: Yeah, it is. And it, yeah. oh, this is trailer? Jason
1: Statham. This is essentially uh The Professional. Well,
0: it's, it's, isn't it? Cuz
1: doesn't he have to protect a little girl?
0: Wait, because she knows a code. It's, it's like Mercury Rising, the one with Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. Okay, I got that. Yeah, it's kind of okay. like that. I, I mean, I get it. Writer director. Uh-oh, oh, we have a writer director here. What has he done? Mm-hmm. Ba- ben- ben- Boaz, Boaz Yakin. Yakin, Boaz Yakin, Boaz Prince Yakin. of Persia, writer of Prince of Persia, Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights, Dustal Dong Two. Oh, this is gonna suck. Directed,
1: uh, oh, the sh- films he's directed <laughs> is Fresh. You're kidding me? A price of above rubies. Remember the Titans, which is his biggest film, made 115 million. You know why? Because I had Denzel Washington in it. Uh huh not ryan reynolds uptown girls (laughs) death in love and then now he's doing the film safe um that opened up with 7.3 million and i'll tell you what doesn't have a budget next to it but another another film that probably didn't cost more than 20 so as long as it gets to that it'll be okay
0: He, he wrote the punisher
1: Oh, he did write the Punisher.
0: Guess which one? Oh. The 1989 one with Dolph Lundgren.
1: He wrote that one.
0: He wrote that one.
1: That's the one he wrote.
0: He wrote the one. Rough... He wrote the <laughs> one where he took. He got rid of the skull, and he it's the.
1: <laughs> well, maybe he didn't get rid of it. Who knows how mangled his script ended up in dude, that film? Dude, dude, dude. He wrote the Punisher. <laughs> the first one. I don't want to defend him, but you know how scripts can get mangled up. Uh huh. And then he wrote The Rookie. He wrote The Rookie. Oh, that's the Clint Eastwood, Charlie Sheen, right? Uh, is that the, is that the one? Yeah. There's two rookies. There's one with uh, Dennis Quaid, where he's just a baseball player trying to, like 40-year-old baseball player trying to make the the major leagues. And then there's the one with Clint Eastwood and Charlie Sheen. They're both called The Rookie.
0: Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Brendan Fraser in the uh, – the, um... The one where the Yankees sign him, and he's
1: yeah. Uh, they pull that, him that, out of like some third world country.
0: Yeah, but that wasn't the rookie. That was the uh, that was like the the the, uh, the agent or something like that.
1: Uh, yeah, but yeah the, had, the, the the rookie's one with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that had Albert Brooks. Uh, Mar- in.
0: Yeah, Charlie Sheen. Uh, Telegram from Mongo. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, moving on is the number seven film, The Raven, with seven million, starring John Cusack, uh, in its opening week. And, um, and favorite- I, I don't know how I feel about it. I know how I feel
0: about it, and I feel like it... Ironically, this is a positive review, but it's a negative comment. I, I don't okay. know if it meant it as positive. It's Saw meets Sherlock Holmes. And that's exactly okay. that's exactly what I thought when I saw the trailer, and it's what everybody else was saying. The problem is, it, why would you want that? It's obviously a, an attempt for the studio to cash in on the success of Sherlock Holmes by mm-hmm. taking like somebody from the same time period, Poe, but instead of doing something that was like original or or good they just cobbled this kind of Sherlock Holmes plot around it where he's trying to solve, you know, stop the serial killer that does a whole bunch of like traps. It's 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 actually almost more like uh um Da Vinci Code. Okay. You know, it's just, it's just got that that look to it. It's it's uh and it, it and when you try to do atmosphere yeah. Hollywood-wise, you you always mess it up. Yeah, and you can tell from the trailers, you can tell they're messing
1: this one up. Yeah, no, it's. It, I don't know. Got- he was on. He was on Opie and Anthony and Howard Stern talking about it, and he just didn't seem confident. He, I mean, of course, he's saying, "Yeah, no, it's good. I, I had a good time. I, I had fun. I think it's going to be a good film." And it's, you could tell it's. it's where's the excitement? You know, if I, if I had him for interview for the Raven, you know
0: what I'd ask him? Uh, when are you doing a Hot Tub Time Machine too? Because when <laughs> when you do that, we'll forgive you for this. Really? How much fun did you have on Better Off Dead?
1: Uh, one Crazy Summer? It's a classic.
0: See, even his shitty films are usually good, but this one, it, it's, it, I, I think he... I, the, I, what, what the hell's happened to his career? <laughs> Damn it, man. Uh, 22% uh, uh, to Rotten Tomatoes rating. Oh,
1: really? Audience,
0: audiences, 60% of audiences liked it. Oh. So even there, it's, it's
1: kind of failing. Uh, the number eight film is The Three Stooges with 5.3 million in its third week. Yeah, this is dying pretty quickly. Good. It'll probably be out of the top ten next week. It's an experiment that should have failed. Mm-hmm. Man, I cannot like not. I mean, with, with in my the mouth. Avengers opening up next week, I, I have a feeling that there's going to be a, a couple of films. Hey,
0: knocked out. and let's give credit where credit's due. Stephen Woody's on the same page. Uh, oh, is he? Stephen woody quote: "If this is a tribute, it's a crass and clumsy one." <laughs>
1: The number nine film is Chimpanzee, with $5.2 million in its yeah. second week. It's made $18 million total. total. Um, I think that's just a documentary by Disney. Oh, that's that. Yeah, that's where the they, they, they brought the monkey They home follow around No, the, No, he took him into his home, I thought. Oh, is that what it is? I remember seeing that a while ago, yeah. So he, they needed to make this because the woman had her face chewed off, and they needed to show that chimpanzees aren't that dangerous? Well, no, but the, hang on a second.
0: Let me see the same. Because I'm thinking about this one where they actually took the, the monkey home, uh... No, th- it's not. This is something totally different.
1: Yeah, I thought this was just a documentary about them in the wild and them filming it, and the one uh, the mother chimpanzee, chimpanzee has some babies, and it's just it's, shit like that. This
0: is just uh, March of the Penguins, but with monkeys. That's all. Correct. Is. All right. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking of, there's this documentary out there about the scientist who brought this monkey home to live with the family, and and like they, they actually filmed the, they filmed it while they were doing it, and you know,
1: oh. that's a different thing entirely. Okay uh the number ten film, and it makes me sad that it's already in the number ten spot is the cabin in the woods uh four point six million it's made thirty four total. This is a huge drop but dude re- remember when,
0: he- remember when um when uh what you would call it uh uh death race came out and yeah. the and the critics loved it, and the critics were like and even like Stephen Whitty and all these other guys were saying, yeah, you know, three usually, stars. Yeah, it was like critics were saying, you know, usually this is the kind of film I trash, but I can't help. But I loved it. Yeah. It was like the weirdest right. thing. Cabin in the Woods, ninety-one percent. Yeah, uh, every the critics love this movie. Yeah, and even the audiences like, even though it's not doing well, and I
1: think it's just because it's it's a horror film, and
0: I don't know, horror films just don't do that well in the
1: theater. Yeah, the I mean, part. everyone is uh, everyone is saying. Uh, don't see anything about it. Don't watch trailers. Just go in blind. You don't want to ruin it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to th- overthink it. Uh, like, somebody posted just recently uh, on another show's uh, uh, Facebook that I read, and he goes, you know, spoilers aside, you know, n- not to ruin the film, spoilers, but wouldn't this make a great... And I'm like, why did you even write that, moron?
2: Uh-huh.
1: You know, and I'm not going to say it here because I don't want to ruin it for anyone else, but now it's in my head mm-hmm. of what he said. Because there's no spoilers here, but wouldn't this have made a great... And it's like, what? What? idiot. Yeah. You know, everyone is saying, yeah, don't see anything. You don't watch trailers. Don't li- don't read anything. Yet you come on here, uh, a well-known forum, and post that shit. You know? hmm It's kind of like what happened uh, just recently. The uh, Walking Dead. Uh, something happened. And someone comes on Facebook and says, oh, you know, this happened and happened. I'm glad that happened. It's like, I haven't seen that episode yet. <laughs> now I know.
0: It's Dude, like, thank you. Lost. That happened to me with Lost.
1: Oh, really? I, what, I the always. Ending?
0: Well, no, no, not with the ending. But I always caught it the night it played. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. One time I didn't. One oh, time really? I didn't. And then, literally, the next day, someone's like, can you believe blah, 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 blah died?
1: It's like, oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch.
0: God damn it.
1: Dexter, <laughs> same thing. Same thing with Dexter. Yeah, that's partially my fault. Yes, it is. I blame Sorry you for that. Sorry about that. that. <laughs> not 100% my fault, though.
0: But I'm so, I, mean, I got that,
1: coaxed into that. Conversation? Because it just wouldn't end. Yeah. But, that but, just but, wouldn't end. I'm just blown away that, that Cabin in Woods is getting such a high rating. I mean, it's, it's got to be at least semi-decent. Yes, exactly. Uh, all right, so that's the top ten. Now, let's go ahead and we do like we do every week, and let's go ahead and do the finger list. Ah! Now, to okay. go through the top ten again, starting at number ten, Cabin in the Woods, no. Chimpanzee, Three Stooges, The Raven, Safe, The Pirates Band of Misfits, The Five Year Engagement, The Hunger Games, The Lucky One, Think Like a Man. Now oh, you've been wow. going first lately, okay. which is cool because I would always go first. Uh, personally, um, I'd rather cut off my pinky finger than to sit through a Nicholas Sparks film on purpose. Wow, there this... I just I just do not think. No, no, I, I'm taking the pain. No, no Nicholas Sparks. No Zac Efron in a Nicholas Sparks film, dude. Ain't, ain't happening. It's a tough
0: call for me. It's fifty fifty between it. Think Like a Man. And right. The Lucky One. Um.
1: I think I can make it through Think Like a Man. I, I'm, I'm with you. Oh, man. I, yeah. think I, can, I think I can make it through that. But just the idea of me sitting through The Lucky One, I just don't think I could do it. The and, and Chimpanzee's a close third for me because Tim Allen's the narrator. Oh, is he?
0: Yeah, and, and I don't know if I could take He's that. He's just going to
1: sound too much like uh, Buzz Lightyear. He's going to sound too much like Tim Allen. Um. But, yeah, I may have to go with well, that. Well, when you don't see Tim Allen, I just picture Buzz Lightyear. Okay. Like, if he does voiceover work for anything, and you don't physically see Tim Allen, I just picture Buzz Lightyear but every
0: time. I, I think I'm to have to go with you on the lucky one. I don't think oh. I, can, I can stray from that. Uh, you know what? Good choice. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really close, though. It's like neck and neck with Think Like a Man. But you're, you're right. There might be something humorous, at least in Think Like a Man, where lucky one's going to be such a straight, like, uh... Wife porn chick flick thing yeah. that uh, again <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude look look up the poster you got to see what i'm talking about they they they've got his bicep there the son of oh, I saw, I, I the saw deck. it I, oh, I looked at it yeah. was i exaggerating
1: in the Oh least? dead on Oh dead on yeah oh yeah absolutely
0: i i think i could handle a story of four brothers getting back at their hose at their
1: hoes? La- ladies this one's for the ladies ladies <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, lord. Okay. Oh, man. All right. I'm just... Uh... Hey, are we doing... um? What? Well, hold on a second. How are we going to... What? What? How are we going to what? Hold on a second. I'm, hold on. I'm occupied. You got to talk when I'm occupied.
0: Joey's lost, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Please stand lost. by. I'm not lost. Technical difficulties. Technical no, difficulties. No, no,
1: no, technical difficulties. All right. Um, well, we're going to go to break. That's what we're doing. Yes, we're breaking, and after we and come back, we're course, talking
0: about uh, King Horror. Yeah. Yes. Peter Peter about right. Peter Jackson and 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 the decline of his his
1: uh his his uh, view as an artist in my eyes. Yeah. Mm. Hmm definitely all right so we're going to go to break and when we come back we're going to talk about king kong yep we'll see you then yep
0: if you've been looking high and low for a big car as good as a volkswagen maybe you should look into our big car the Volkswagen 411. It has some things no Volkswagen ever had, like four big doors and lots of room and luxury for the whole family. It has some advanced things most cars don't have, like electronic fuel injection, an automatic preheating system, and a big trunk up front. But you don't have to be a genius to drive the 411, because it comes with an automatic transmission also as standard equipment. So now, there's a Volkswagen big enough for just about everyone. The Volkswagen 411 four-door sedan. I want the cast and crew on the ship within the hour. No,
1: call, you can't do this. Tell them the studio
0: pressured us into an early departure. It's not
1: ethical. What are they going to do? Sue me?
0: Huh? They can get in line. I'm not going to let them kill my film. We have three hours to find a new leading lady, or we're finished. There are thousands of actresses out of work in this city. Somewhere out there is a woman born to play this role. A woman who will journey into the heart of the unknown. Towards a fateful meeting... ...that changes everything. I've come into possession of a map. An uncharted island. A place thought to exist, only a myth.
1: Wall! There's a wall ahead!
2: <laughs> Until now, that's where I'm going to shoot my picture. You're feeling uneasy, and feeling's growing, washing over you. <laughs> Scream, Anne! Scream for your life!
0: Get the camera. one uh, uh-huh. yard Tell sale me all about it they, they had a paddle boat okay people were selling a paddle boat paddle boat alright at the house and this is like a house in one of those like uh, McMansion communities where they paid half a million dollars to live next to everybody in the same size house uh-huh. and, and they've got a paddle boat out in the yard $600 or best offer and or best okay. or best offer usually means uh, I've already I know you're no one's going to buy it for this much but I can't bring myself to price it lower, so right. I'll make you make an offer for me instead of paying the price I know you won't pay. So automatically done realistic. So, but a paddle boat, right? Uh-huh. Almost. There's no, no pond behind the house. The thing looks brand new. And all I can think about the entire time is... is how many times did this paddle boat come up in arguments in this household? <laughs> you know, how many times was it? was a Well, you never spend money on me. I bought the goddamn paddle boat. Huh? Huh? <laughs> how come we don't do anything together? Well, we haven't done much paddle boating together, have we? <laughs> you know? Because, and, and I, I guarantee it wasn't the guy's idea to buy the paddle boat. Right. And, oh, man, it is. Because I'm going through my mind. You think, think you're married, right? I am. Yeah think in your mind how many scenarios go, th- go through, through scenarios and see how long it will take you to go through a scenario where you would actually say paddle boat I'll buy it yeah <laughs> how do you even yeah. get it how do you how do you even get the paddle boat to a body of water it ain't happening it, it, well, I, just, I had to bring that up because it's a paddle boat <laughs> <laughs> and then the ladies telling people oh yeah you can sit in it but don't Paddle it because like it'll scratch up the bob. Said, so, "Well, I can't test drive the thing first. What are you talking about?" Well, yeah, what are you talking about? Six hundred dollars. I want to take this ass. thing for a spin. Come on. Yeah. Oh, paddle. Man, it was. It was so hard not to like the laugh openly in that person's face. If you're selling a paddle boat, you deserve to be mocked at a yard sale. That's it. Because it's really you've made a poor decision in life, and now you're flaunting it on your yard with a price tag that you know no one's going to buy. Yeah. You're you're seeking derision. Just as Peter, just as Peter Jackson sought derision by making King Kong the world's most expensive paddleboat, <laughs> like that Segway,
1: I love it. I did that on my own. I was like, I know Ouch. you did. <sighs> okay, now where should I start the movie? I picked uh, the second half. Oh dear! No, no, we're already in the jungle.
0: It's got to be oh yeah it's got it's got to start
1: with um no it played uh well cuz the problem is it's in two parts. Yeah. I have it on two parts. So if I play say when she gets taken by Kong, there's only 5 or 10 minutes left in that part and I'll have to switch it, do it like on the fly and I mean I can do that. Start but... start it from the first time that Adrian Brody finds random jewelry Random jewelry. Bro- oh, you mean when he finds like the skull and uh, like the bracelet on the ship?
0: When he finds the bracelet on the ship, yeah, because Adrian right, Brody's that's whole in the that's in bro- the
1: first part that I have. All right, I'll have to yeah. switch the video if I do that. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, the, if that's right, not then, a problem.
1: No, no, just do what you're doing then. What what do you got? What's the second part? Uh, she's already been taken, and they're 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 searching for
0: her now. Just start at the beginning of that. Just let that play. The all jungles right, in the background. Fine, that's what's happening then. So, now full disclosure. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Uh, a few years ago I, I edited a book for Idea Men Productions called Monster Rally. Uh, right. which you can you can purchase that at amazon.com or you can go to smichaelwilson.com and find a link there or you can find a link to purchase Monster Rally at moviesuctastic.com. Movies M- Monster Rally is also available on the Kindle for the low price of I believe it's 7.99 could be 8.99 but I think it's 7.99. Wow, and, well, that's and, a great deal. And it might be dropping lower tonight. Wink, like wink.
1: Um, oh. What? <laughs> your 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 camera just went to widescreen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it always seems to happen when we start reviewing the movie. I find that I find that peculiar. Your your camera just froze. I just see a very angry face on my screen right now. Did I lose you? Are you back? Yeah, I'll fix that.
0: No, no, you didn't. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> can you hear me?
1: I can hear you now.
0: I'll I'll freeze that in a second. Uh, and the problem is my monitor keeps changing resolution on me at random. Really? Yeah. Because I've got my laptop into my uh, my wonderful brand new. Uh, um, Docking station. Dock, docking station. Yeah. Hang on a second. I will I will pause myself and unpause myself, and I will magically... Appear. Oh, no. The video is okay now. Oh. And then I won't bother. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay. Peter, Peter Jackson. Uh, so, yes. So, Monster Rally came out. I edited it, and I have three articles in it. One is called, uh, What Would Jason Do? I had to close my video. I'm watching myself, my pretty face. I can't look away. I'm like a peacock in the mirror. Um, Monster Alley... What Would Jason Do?, which was an article about horror films and the moral code that you learn from them. And then right. I had an article, uh, Eating eating the Worm, which is about the layer of the White Worm. Uh, right. And my favorite part, I, I love that article because I wrote it ages ago, and I just dissect the whole dream sequence in that, the imagery involved in that. And it still amazes me when I read it how probably completely full of shit it is. But it's a good article. And then I also <laughs> wrote A Giant Falls, which is a critical look at Peter Jackson's King Kong, hmm. which I have up on PDF in front of me right now on my oddly resized screen. What the, oh, okay, that's why? Yeah, all right, it looks good. And it, it's all about how I I grew up as a Peter Jackson fan. I saw Bad Taste uh, back when it was like in Fangoria magazine. It was the big sure. thing, and it was and I every film he did I loved. They were cult classics. They were they were low budget and they were wacky God, yeah. and they were bloody. Sure. And then he Meet he, the Feebles. Yeah, I mean... Meet the. I saw that in a theater. That's how. That's how much oh, hard. did you I really? Yeah, wow. uh, they did a, um, a showing at the. Oh, I think it was the film forum in the village. And I saw it there and that was awesome seeing that on a big screen. The the only Muppet movie would have been Vietnam flashback. Or not Muppet, but Puppet movie. Yeah. And and, and uh, you haven't lived until you've seen puppets playing Russian roulette. That's all I have to say.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was about to toss my cookies. There's no volume from you again. I'm back. Good. My,
0: my screen is resized
1: again. Uh, it's kind of odd that it just out of just randomly just is doing it. It is, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes. So, um,
0: so full disclosure, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to cover King Kong because I've already seen the film 30 times and written a 14-page review of it. Uh, so, uh, so, a lot of what I'm going to say is just pretty much lifted out of my article. I actually have my article open in front of me for reference because I, I spent a lot of time researching it uh, and, re- you know, watching the film ad nauseum uh so i'm gonna let joey take the reins for the most part because he just rewatched the film for the first time i did in a while and so i and and i'm gonna interject occasionally but i want to hear your fresh take on it since you just you know you've 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 never you've never watched the film like i have which is is insanely
1: yeah you just watched it over and over and over and over because you were writing such a large article about it right and and and
0: I, i and i do that while i'm writing about films so i want to hear your you go into it and
1: after you well uh first of all just to be on uh, on the technical side just a a little bit um i I think the film does it overall how it looks i think it looks great i think jack black is miscast i don't like him (laughs) in that role at all i don't like jack i don't like jack black at all yeah, I yes we all know this. Yes. Uh, I I don't think Jack Black uh, just I don't think he's right for the movie, and I think any of the scenes of of him uh, they they don't work well. I I don't know how Jack Black was able to land this two hundred million dollar uh, budget uh, film. I just I don't know where that came from, where Peter Jackson sat back and said, you know what, Jack Black in the role of the director. Yeah, that's gonna work. I just don't know where. I just I don't see it. And rewatching the movie, I just think any of the scenes. Oh, this is the really bad CGI with the dinosaurs. Oh, they're running alongside of them.
0: Oh, oh, that's the one. That oh, yeah.
1: Like... <laughs> it's a two hundred million dollar movie, yet that's he no has much... many no. scenes, many scenes where the CGI is so. The blue screening is or green screen is so
0: bad. It's got be, this what, is one of them. What's his name with the cigar? Who's that? It's, that's the guy who played D- Darth Maul.
1: Uh, the guy with the cigar? No, that's Andy
0: Serkis. Yeah, uh, not, not Darth Maul. I, mean, I meant. Uh, Gollum. Gollum, thank you. Yeah, the guy played Gollum. He got the cigar in his mouth. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. But it's just, it's, it's, and there's a few scenes where the CGI is that poor, mm-hmm. where the green screening with the CGI is that poor. Um, well,
0: I can tell you why he cast Jack Black as uh, that character is because right. in this, well, cause it's this major film uh, again, epic, three-hour. However, it's a three-hour, right? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, three hours, seven movie. minutes. It's an epic movie. It's an epic adventure, action, whatever. You need comic relief in the film, and the only place you really have, and the only place you have to interject comic relief in this film is through this this huckster film producer. Right, is really the only area. So you need to get somebody that can do comedy and can also act. But they decided instead. They decided instead to, to go with Jack Black, who can't do either. Right.
1: Um, in my opinion, obviously, he seems to be doing quite well. Um, as far as uh, the film takes too long to get started. I think it's a full forty-five minutes or so before they even get to the island. By the time they get to the island in in Peter Jackson's King Kong in the original, right. he's already breaking free
0: in in New York. They're already showing him on stage. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, now it, I, I this
1: read is ridiculous. I have uh, I I have the wiki for King Kong in front of me. Uh huh. The film here's difficulties this is where it says under difficulties the film's budget climbed from an initial 150 million to a record breaking 207 million i'm mm-hmm. assuming it was the most expensive film in 2005 ever
0: before avatar
1: before avatar uh, Universal Pictures only agreed to such an outlay after seeing a screening of the unfinished film to which executives responded enthusiastically. Marketing and promotion costs were an estimated $60 million. The film's length also grew, originally to be set at 135 minutes. It grew to 200, prompting Universal executives to fly to New Zealand to view a rough cut, but they liked it so their concerns were addressed. Now, when I hear that the film was supposed to be 135 minutes, mm-hmm. I see a better film. Everything in the New York part of the film, I liked. Everything in the jungle, Wait. I didn't hate, but it just dragged on way too long. So, so you, you like the whole vaudeville thing? No, not in the. Oh, I should, I should reiterate. <laughs> the end, the New York stuff at the end, I okay. liked.
0: Yeah, it's okay. Okay, yeah. the
1: vaudeville shit in the beginning oh, really? was stupid.
0: So, so you like the the uh, the the timeout in in Central Park?
1: No, I would have got rid of that. Yeah, Hold I, I would have got rid of that.
0: Hold on, we're going into a rampage. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I apologize.
1: No, 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 it, uh, no. It, I shouldn't say I liked the New York stuff at the end completely. I liked most of it. I really did. I thought a lot of the New yeah. York stuff at the end of the film worked out well. No. <laughs> no
0: no No, i don't i don't and i'll i'll I'll, i will go into detail on on what i hated about the new york part
1: if you like yeah well when we get to it okay uh i I think overall uh, as a film it it was way too long and you'll you almost never hear me say that about a movie that it was way too long uh because i think for the most part the director's vision it's long a lot of times for a reason Because they feel that what they're doing isn't going to fit in a two-hour time span. And I think at this case, that so wasn't the case. This could have been cut into a two-hour movie. Two and a half at best. But no, it had to be three hours and seven minutes. It had to be Peter Jackson in epic mode. There's actually a longer cut, which is what that 200-minute cut is, uh, which they cut down to three hours and seven minutes. You know, it just... When's it going to end? So you know The Hobbit, part one and two, they're both going to be three-hour films. And you also know that when they do the extended cuts like they did with The Lord of the Rings, both films are probably going to be roughly about three and a half to four hours each. Uh That's just a guarantee. Yeah. Because Peter Jackson cannot get out of epic mode. He just can't. When he did The Lovely Bones... And it bombed. That was a two-hour movie, two-hour, 15-minute film. When it bombed, everyone was saying, well, maybe, or at least I was saying, maybe he'll get out of epic mode. Maybe he will do that zombie film. Maybe he will not have to think a movie needs to be three to three and a half hours. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening was uh, Guillermo del Toro backed out of The Hobbit because of all the MGM problems. And then Peter Jackson took the reins and is now back in epic mode. And when both of these films, 48 frames per second or not, make 300 million each time, expect more epic mode movies from Peter Jackson. Yeah, it's just inevitable.
0: Well, no. What what sucks about that? And am I cutting you off on this? No. no you what know. sucks about that is that if it wasn't for Godzilla, we wouldn't have gotten the epic King Kong. This is true. Because uh, King Kong was in pre-production, then Godzilla came out, and instead of saying, oh, gee, it bombed because it was a shitty movie, Hollywood would no, no, they just don't want to see big monsters. Let's cancel the King Kong film. Again, you know, which is why I defend Tom Cruise every time they blame him for the films that didn't do well. It had nothing to do with him. I don't buy that 100%. But but you're wrong. I mean, now,
1: now, I think now, the Tom Cruise argument doesn't work. I think because now he's in good he films. Would, well, no. Let, well, here. No, no. Let's, just get off topic just for a hair. No, oh, when Tom Cruise was hours. back jumping on couches in 2005, oh, I've been this. Or whatever it was, I think it was 2005 when War of the Worlds came out.
0: I would draw the stage that
1: affected War of the Worlds. It did not. Don't tell me it didn't. It did not. If Tom Cruise wasn't jumping on couches, and Tom Cruise was just being no- normal, Tom Cruise where he didn't make a fool of himself, he didn't dr- uh, dr- draw attention to himself. I can guarantee you, War of the Worlds would have done better. No, because no one wants Yes. To... Are you there? No,
0: no, no one wants War, War of the Worlds
1: made seventy million its opening weekend. That's a great opening weekend. Yeah. I'm thinking it would have did ninety, no. maybe a hundred. If he's not jumping on couches no, saying, "Oh, War... I love this woman." No, because it's War. Scientology of the World...
0: is great. No, because it's War of the Worlds. Everybody knows War of the Worlds story, and it's just another big. Again, it's just another yeah, bigger, I better don't... version of I, the thing. I, I don't. And...
1: I don't buy it. You're wrong. It's okay. I think no. But, it. I. But it's it's okay to accept when you're wrong, and I'm not. You you really are. But, I'm really not.
0: But the 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 point is, they blame Godzilla uh, bombing on it not being a shitty film, but instead on it being a, a big monster
1: movie. Do you agree well, that? That I way agree wrong? with. I agree with that.
0: All right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm right on both, but I'll take that one.
1: <laughs> You're not right on both. Absolutely. I'll give you Godzilla, we though.
0: M. And uh, You're so, really so they canceled not. King Kong. Now, his screenplay at that point was mm-hmm. about archaeologists. Jackson's. Yeah, J- Jackson's screenplay back when they canceled it back in the Godzilla era. Uh, was it 89, 90? I mean, 90, uh,
1: something? When Godzilla came out? Yeah.
0: Godzilla 90, came out in 98. A, a 98, right. I mean, I, I, that's what I meant. 98, 90, 97, 98, something like right. that. Right. So. When they canceled it, the script was about archaeologists that go to the island. It was like a straight film. Now, Good. Right, but that's then that's
1: probably where the that's probably why it was going to be 135 minutes.
0: Well, that was back then, right? So yeah. what happens is now you go into epic mode later. And remember, we were talking about the Titanic, where where Cameron's whole bookend thing is. Yeah, yeah, he's doing the, he's filming the Titanic, and he learns about it. It's like he's so fucking eagle bound. He's putting himself in the yeah. film. All right. of a, all of a sudden, Jackson changed the screenplay. No, it's about Hollywood. You see, and it's about a filmmaker who tries to make this big film, and he has to go out there and said, "You fuck! It's you! It's you! It's you! You're doing it yourself." <laughs> and then, and he splits himself into two characters. He splits himself into the Jack Black character, the Adrian Brody character. Right. So, so, so he's the the hardworking artist writer, and he's the huckster. He's like schizophrenic now because now he's part of the Hollywood system. I mean, he's in the back room jerking off with uh, Cameron and, and Lucas, and so he puts himself in the film and now it's all myopic. It's all about him. And that's why I think, that. so that's part, part of the reason why I think Jack Black was chosen as the role. Okay. And but it, but it wouldn't have been an epic like it is now he tore it apart on if they hadn't the shit-canned it because of Godzilla.
1: Okay. Tom I agree. I, I, I agree. Now, fuck Tom's, stop that. Tom Cruise. Ghost We're not talking about Tom Cruise Ghost anymore. Ghost Protocol rocked. I heard it was awesome. I haven't it, seen it yet. It was. Well, that's Brad Bird for you, though. Yeah. I mean, Brad Bird, hey, know, The Incredibles, yeah. uh, Iron Giant. I mean, they, they were just begging to give him an action film, uh, do a live action film, and it worked. So I expect more great things from Brad Bird. Right. So, Um. but that's another episode, so, obviously. So in the in the opening of King Kong,
0: yes. uh, Jack Black's the weakest link because we spend the most time with him, right? I mean, really, it's, it's... What do you think? Um, before they get on the boat. Before they get on the boat? Before they get on the boat. All it is is, is the Jack Black character setup, The whole thing about, like, vaudeville. So it's like the, the true artists versus the entertainment artists. Yeah.
1: Which is a bit of self-loathing on Jack uh, Peter Jackson's part. Well, well, you know what's funny? Uh, when the film opens up to uh, Depression era when it opens up i didn't realize that i didn't realize that depression era could look so epic (laughs) that opening shot even though it's during the depression everyone's you know looking for their next meal they -hmm. don't have work but it just had this epic this broad you know like epic look to it it's just Mm -hmm. it didn't work yeah, it wasn't. And I, I mean, just that's just the opening of the film. If you don't know it. that the rest of the film isn't going to work either after seeing the opening of the film, you're just tricking yourself. Yeah, you could just tell it's it's sets, people in costumes. It just I've seen more realistic Depression era looking films.
0: Yeah, it was. A, I really have. Oh, well, we can't make it dirty. People want to see a good movie.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, there, there's a film that uh, Russell Crowe did. Um, it was called. Uh, it was a boxing film. Yeah, I know. I know. And um, Cinderella oh. Man. Cinderella Man. Thank you. I don't. I don't know. I'm off tonight. Uh, that took place during the depression. During the depression, and that looked like it was during the depression. It wasn't an epic. Everything looked appropriate. It wasn't an epic.
0: Um, it my, wasn't. See the part when I knew we were in trouble is when the right. the the, the, uh, the young wannabe actress is talking to the old vaudevillian guy. And all, oh, of a, yeah. all of a sudden, like they snap into like uh, like all of a sudden they're in Mordor, or they're like or in the, or what, what's the elf elf place in the films? Oh, that's Rivendell. Uh, Rivendell. All of a sudden they're in Rivendell. Like it was 20 years ago in the old days. Now you can't even. It's Like, it's like they start off in space and everything. Like the music starts swelling. It's like Peter, 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 Peter. <laughs> we don't need a soliloquy be <laughs> here. We're opening the film. Let's just come on. Show a guy juggling, she walks out. There's a close sign on the door. Next scene. What the <laughs> What the fuck is this? I you can read, you, you can, uh, that whole opening. You can rewrite too. You know, again, vaudeville theater. Big close sign on it. She walks out crying. She walks into a cafe. She can't pay for a drink. Uh the <laughs> You know, Jack blacks us down. I'll buy that for you. You know, you got a picture, you got a face made for pictures. I got a deal for you. Next thing you know, she's on the boat. There, we're done. Let's get on the boat. <laughs> Introduce Adrian yeah. Brody. once it roll. It was like it's like he he's everything's got to be so set up. Uh,
1: yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, so overall, uh, what I thought of the film is basically what I thought of it seven years ago. I thought it was an okay film. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I think there were, there's little things that I like that, that keep me in the movie. You know, not all of the jungle stuff is bad. It takes too long, but not all of it's bad. Uh, not all of the New York stuff uh, is bad either. I like most of it, to be honest. The beginning, I, I think someone brought up recently that uh, if someone could cut the movie The Happening into a 30 minute film, could it be good <laughs> and i i i think we should take on that task i'm
0: halfway through mine oh are you really i'm doing it lin- awesome i'm doing it linearly
1: linear okay. linearly
0: and yeah. i'm at the point where um where the uh where they're racing from the wind after the military guy shoots himself okay and i've got i got to that point in about 15 minutes
1: no kidding.
0: I might be down to half an hour before I get to the end. I'm trimming. I'm trimming here and there. That's awesome. So I can't wait to see it. I, I, I haven't. I have not to see it. I haven't done it this week, but I got half of it done last week, and I'm going to finish it up this weekend. I think if I have time. Awesome.
1: Uh, but I think the same could be done for this movie. I, and 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 it's not the first time. Uh, if yeah. there are, uh, take, movies are taken all the time. Like uh, Phantom Menace, there is a a, a cut that's released. Uh, well, I mean, it's a fan edit, so it's called The Phantom Edit, where they cut out everything Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> D- Jar Jar Binks is not in the film at all. And it's cut down for time. Uh-huh. And it's also cut in such a way that, uh, from what I understand, it's supposed to make the movie better.
0: You cut Jar Jar never out, though?
1: Wow. S- completely out. How? How do you do that? I, I don't know. I haven't seen the cut, but I know it exists, and I know it's it's... You know, running around on the internet, so uh, fan it's ed- called the Phantom Edit.
0: Yeah, fan. Ed- I, I, I'm trying. To, I want to get more into fan edits too because I just saw that someone uh, has out now. They have their the the Kill Bill whole bloody thing fan edit. The whole bloody affair. Right, the whole bloody affair because uh, they they finally canceled that project. Like apparently, it's not coming out now. Yeah, yeah. Right. So so this. Well, person- I think you
1: said there's supposed to be a Kill Bill Volume Three, and I made the prediction a while ago that that's when the cut will actually be released. It's when Kill Bill Volume 3 comes out.
0: But, but apparently it's not even like in a holding pattern now. They just cancelled the idea of doing it from what I've heard. Oh really? I don't know if I'm wrong but so this person, the person that did the fan edit said you know what if
1: it's not coming out I'm releasing my fan edit so it's out there. Well uh, you I mean, know what I, I, I actually did acquire the fan edit of The Whole Bloody Affair and yeah. what I didn't like about it was the framing was wrong. The aspect ratio was completely off. It took a 16.9 aspect ratio and it squished it in such a way that I felt that it was unwatchable. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if the fan edit's been redone and it's now better. I don't know. I may look into it again. Well, since we're talking about the length of the film,
0: um, here's an example I mentioned in my article uh, in Monster Rally, available at Amazon.com. Uh... The deck hands, Jimmy and Hayes. Oh, right, right, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, Jimmy's been working as a, on the venture as a crew hand for a couple of years, and uh, ever since Hayes found him stowing away among the animal pup deck, you know, he he was a stowaway. So since then, Hayes has been uh, you know a war veteran, and he, uh, he now he's like taking Jimmy under his wings, right? And there's just right. kind of like homosexual thing going on there too, which which I actually wouldn't have minded hearing a bit more about. Because uh, it's obviously there. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean or anything, because I don't think it's a negative thing, but there's definitely, he's way too protective of the kid, and vice versa, where it's, it's there's more than a father-son thing going on there, if you know what I mean. And uh-huh. and we, like, again, I know that Jimmy's been working on the venture as a crew hand ever since he was found stowed away by Hayes, right? Correct.
1: I know that... On that very ship. Am I changing format? Changing aspect ratio again. <sighs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The widescreen angle yeah. looks awesome. I just we got to keep one or the other. But you can't hear me. No, I can hear you, but you're static. I'm not doing it. I understand this. Now I can't hear you. I'm, Neither can anyone else. I'm, I'm here now. Hello. Can you hear me? Ah, thank you. Thank you. But so
0: I know that we know that I know that Hayes fought in the war when he was a young man, and he's become a father figure, mentor of the Jimmy. Uh, right. I know he's constantly trying to prevent Jimmy from reverting to the habits of his thieving, freeloading youth. And I know Hayes wants Jimmy to re-educate himself, not about the world around him, but also about the thoughts and desires that motivate men. Why do I know this?
2: <laughs>
0: it's the, it's, it's, there are two guys working on the boat, right? right? Why do I know this? Why do I know all this backstory for two insignificant characters?
1: Because it needs to be put into a three-hour film. I
0: don't know this much about the actor who's playing in the film. Right. The, uh, the,
1: the, what's his name?
0: Uh, the, the, the guy is, oh, what? Adrian Brody. No, no, no. The actor that's co-starring in the movie they're filming. when they. Oh, 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 yeah. Buster. Buster, whatever. I don't know, yeah. I, I don't know that much. His backstory was done perfectly. They show him smiling at the mirror. There's a movie poster behind him. That's it, we know the character <laughs> I mean right. he's great with he's a that. smug Hollywood actor right and he like that's perfect screenwriting he like it was it was characterization by um by uh by um artifact, and okay. you learn more as you went through the film and we didn't spend time describing it. there was no you know backstory explained so for this major character, he uses real screenwriting techniques to develop the character and to introduce the character yet these his, his fucking deckhands... I get their own soliloquy again. We're in Rivendell again. You know, sometimes men think dark thoughts, deep thoughts, but they can't. They can't submit to them. Man's better found, than
1: that. Man's not. Jimmy a beast. The, Yeah, <laughs> I found Jimmy in the hull of the ship. He wouldn't tell me where he came from. Jimmy, it's like Jimmy, what? Speaking you of, you need man, to read, Jimmy. You need. You need to get an education. Speaking of man and beast, Jimmy. Okay, man and beast. Oh, wow. Wow,
0: but again, like, like, the deckhands are having soliloquies and talking about you know having philosophical conversations. Why? Because we're in epic mode again. He's got to have a cast of thousands. He's got to have like all these. He's got to have four storylines going on simultaneously. He can't right. just devote himself to one because he's in epic mode. Yeah, <sighs> or, or as I call it in the article, post Hobbit stress syndrome. Post office. That's right. You did call it that. I no. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, how, like, how about that part in the boat when he types Skull Island?
1: Oh <laughs> I have a note about that. What what do I say about that? Uh Oh yeah, here we go. Uh when you uh when a movie that should be two hours actually is three hours, you need filler. AKA too much dialogue uh and slow mo typing scenes. <laughs> it just they're they're trying to in, uh, introduce tension in that scene by him typing Skull Island S S-K-U. K. It's like what are you doing here? And I I can't stand can't stand that type of slow motion. Mm-hmm. It's too choppy. It doesn't look it, it doesn't look right. I think it worked in Lord of the Rings. Because a lot of it had to, you know, were with orcs and the Yurikai yeah. and all that stuff. I think it worked there. Mm-hmm. But in this type of a film, when they do those slow-mo scenes, it doesn't work. And when they do them, it's it makes you think of Lord of the Rings. It's like, uh, you know, all the natives look like Yurikais mm-hmm. for some reason. You know? But it just... I and, Oh, and all the natives are white people painted black. Did you notice that? I know, you widescreened again. Yep. Yes, you did. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, it just... All of the natives were white people. They, they didn't even bother to go out and attempt to get people that might even look like they're from this island.
0: Well, that's the best scene of the film, though.
1: Well, with the natives? Yeah. Because, well, best dude, scene or not, I, I just think they, they should look like they're natives. I... All,
0: all I know don't spray is,
1: tan. Don't spray tan white. Uh, spray tan white people. All I know is
0: they when that slow motion hits and they yeah. place Jack Black's like head on the block and he holds that like bone cleaver up and the bloody water drips on Jack Black's face. I'm I'm like in right. the back of the theater. Do it. Do it. Do it! <laughs> like like that. All of a sudden, the film's picking up. All of it, and then like then like you know the captain comes on and shoots people and Jack Black's still alive. <laughs> I mean, uh, like it's but again, film's so long because of all this exposition that you don't need. I have a couple examples. Can I blow by them real quick? Sure. Here's, did you notice, for example, that Peter Jackson felt he had to show us uh, Ann Darrow's entire stage, uh, um, vaudevillian oh, okay. stage routine in the beginning? Yes. Before she, because I guess we wouldn't know what the hell she was doing in front of king kong right we had we had to explain that. oh she does that because she's a vaudevillian right we're not smart (laughs) enough to actually pick that up uh also when she meets jack just go oh i know your stuff you're a great writer really we these two have to know each other already she already has to be a fan of his right you know uh the captain takes the time to explain that i i make a living capturing live animals right and then and then they have to go to the stack of chloroform bottles in the basement
1: Right, I, it's, they're all piled up. He, it's like, obviously, can, can, he uses this. Can we
0: just later say, yeah, I collect live animals. Yeah, I've got chloroform. Come on. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, what, 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 what do I want to have here? Uh, oh, yeah, like all the deckhands. Everybody's heard of Skull Island. So you have all these legends. I hear it's a big thing. And oh, I have this story. And then, of course, there's even like a gorilla face on the map. It's, 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 just, Just <laughs> fucking get
1: there. You know? Right. They could have got to Skull Island in an hour. Or uh, the first act should have been maybe a little backstory. Second act, they're on Skull Island. Third act, New York City. Uh-huh. Two hour movie. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, Easy. Easy. But it wasn't easy.
0: And then, and then of course, the whole middle act is, is the uh, rescue mission got horribly wrong. Right. We have to save the woman again. The woman gets people killed. Dumb blonde gets lost. Let's go save her. All right. Twenty deaths later. Right. <laughs> we no right. Her. How many men died so this one woman, like could like make it back to Hollywood or New York City, whatever? Right. Right. Uh, really? How many? How many men died for that? Was it worth it? And certainly but, but not. Could it could have just been.
1: Oh well, there's one less vaudevillian in the world. Everybody back on the boat. And considering that he found her out of nowhere, yeah, right. She, you know, just like nobody, everyone that she knows was leaving, huh. especially the old dude. If she went missing, it probably wouldn't have mattered. You know, well, we'll writer disappearance. Somebody the- wanted to get their dick wet. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, well, yeah, the writer.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, come on. And, sorry to sorry to sound so crass, but it's the truth. Yeah,
0: that, that was very crass. Thank
1: you. Well, hey. Yeah. And of course, the show needs a little crass sometimes. Yeah, I guess it does. Oh, this is the scene with the centipede where she purposely opens her mouth. Yeah, it's Th- happening right now. It's it's just, just it's coming, but it's like, why'd you open your mouth at all? Uh... Like really? And it looks so bad too. It's another is... bad green screen. Is this before or after Agent Brody finds more jewelry? Uh, this is uh, after.
0: I mean, how I know, how how bad screenwriting is that? Uh, is it, she disappears off the boat. He sees the muddy footprint. Like, there's muddy footprints, right? But he, right. he has to he has to find like the, the bracelet made out of animal bones. Like, wait, maybe it was the savages that took her. Really? <laughs> wow. Maybe maybe you figure that out by the, like the guy in the app that has like an arrow stuck out of his head. It's like, well, we didn't bring any. We didn't bring any spears made out of uh, bone. Oh, and then later on, when he's tracking her, he finds, like, her her bracelet. It's like,
1: her bracelet? She
0: must be nearby. You you, you had to use the same gimmick twice?
1: Yeah. Well, again, it's bad screenwriting.
0: All
1: right, here's some numbers for you. What numbers? King Kong took $9.7 in its opening Wednesday. It opened with $50.1 okay? Yeah. Uh, it goes on to say, however, King Kong was able to hold its audience in its uh, subsequent holiday weeks, ending up becoming a domestic hit, grossing 218 million, even though it cost 200. Mm-hmm. Um, King Kong fared much better in the in the international market, grossing 332 million, uh, totaling 550 million worldwide. Now this is this is why Peter Jackson still gets to make movies. This part. Other factors also affect the film's profit- profitability besides box office sales, such as DVD. This is something that I always mention. It sold over a hundred million dollars in DVDs alone. It made a hundred and forty million because it sold seven point five million DVDs. It doesn't. This article, for whatever reason, doesn't mention the HD DVD when that was around before Blu-ray uh, won the the format war. Not because it didn't sell. That's which is why well, it didn't win I mean the format war. It made 38 million from rentals on DVD. Mm-hmm. So the film has made over 700 million dollars just on box office and DVD rental and sales. That doesn't count uh, the money that they made for cable. It doesn't count uh, any of that stuff. So it's just very profitable. Peter Jackson gets to make more movies in 48 frames per second. That's just the way it is. Yeah, 84% fresh rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck them. They're all wrong. (laughs) They're wrong. Uh, According to this, this is, and again, this probably will happen if The Hobbit does well. Uh, Peter Jackson has expressed his desire to remaster the film in 3D at some point. He's in the back room. Jackson was also seen shooting with a 3D camera. At times during the shoot of King Kong, he's in he's in the
0: back room. Again, they've got the ship. I mean, lined he's out.
1: buddies with James Cameron now, so yeah, it's. Uh... I mean, him and Spielberg collaborated on Tintin. You know, it just Jackson has has completely sold out at this point. He's again, he's he's part of the cabal, yeah, the soulless cabal. He's he's, he's become part of the problem. Mm-hmm, Yeah. When, at one point in time, I would have never expected him to even go anywhere near this. Or this type of filmmaking. You could probably blame Lord of the Rings on the whole the whole thing. Just because of the fact that they gave him $100 million for each film. $300 million to make the trilogy. He did what was
0: considered impossible at the time, which was doing a faithful adaptation of this epic story. This is true. And he did it. And then he did what no one cared to do, which was make an epic create an epic film out of a movie that's already been made
1: yeah uh twice and the scene that's happening now where he's fighting all three t-rexes uh, oh yeah i'm sorry there's no way she's not crushing to death i don't care he he doesn't have soft hands do, you want to talk there's no way she's not being crushed to death i'm talking probability sir let's go let's do it that boat
0: that they sail right yeah you know there's a weight ratio with the coal that's a coal burning engine right of course there's a yeah. ratio involved when you plan a trip you have to know how much the boat's gonna weigh when it starts and how much it weighs when it stops because that's how much coal it takes because there's a difference right so you've sure, got this... you just
1: put on an extra what
0: t- 10 tons yeah. so well forget that so they're wandering around the ocean looking for this island so they i that they, they, you can't that's not a planned trip that's just wandering around the ocean so right. already they're already the rate their coal weight ratio is off then they drop off of the island pick up the yeah 10-ton gorilla where is the coal coming for that because that's a lot heavier that's a that's a big load and now yeah. and they got to have less coal than when they started with where is all this extra fuel coming from this is not you know where do they fill up
1: <laughs> Th- that alone bullshit you know uh it, well there is the whole suspension of disbelief stuff but no Yeah, you know, no, no, I agree. I'm just saying that's their arg that would be their argument. That
0: would be my argument too. I'll admit I'm copping out on. I mean,
1: in the first film, I mean, they got the they got the big gorilla to New York City that way too. So, you know, they didn't explain about the coal ratio and the weight and all that stuff. So, to to shit on it for this, kind of seems like we shouldn't. But it's again. But you but you can. If they,
0: it, it, like, even in the seventies version, I think they went there expecting to find the gorilla, weren't they,
1: or something like uh, that? I don't know. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, the one with Jessica Lange and Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and even then, like they could, they could go back, they, they could fly back and get more fuel or something. They, you know, there was mm-hmm. it wasn't a, like a steamership out of out of uh, uh, out of the depression. Yeah. Um, the 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 New York scene. You said you liked the New York stuff at the end.
1: I like some of the New I like most of it actually. I, right, I st- st- thought.
0: So you I, like I thought him.
1: Is... The car chase was okay. So, I, I thought it was unnecessary. I so, like him escaping the theater. Hold on. You know, what? Godzilla. Yeah. In
0: which they have a whole car chase with Godzilla, right? Right. Gets King Kong shit-canned. So then later on, Peter Jackson finally gets to do King Kong. What does he do? He rips off the car chase scene from Godzilla. <laughs> but yeah. making it with King Kong. Same city.
1: Yeah. Still a, <laughs> Still a
0: taxi cab. Still a taxi cab. Still driving between the monster's legs. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Then, in the middle of this huge, f- f- huge debacle, we
1: take a break to go ice skating in Central Park. Yeah, that. <sighs> oh. Yeah, I didn't like. Th- I didn't like that oh, at all. Let's let's have a. I mean, it's it's like they're on lovers' lane. Yeah. Uh, it's just he's a giant monkey. Come on.
0: That, that's also a big thing too, because uh, throughout the years they've they've created this whole sexual tension between the gorilla and the woman, which is absurd. Absurd. And that's <laughs> not in the original King Kong. There's none of that in the original King. Kong. No, of course not. He's just
1: going after something he wants. Yeah, and she, she's scared to shit. Right. She's like a trinket. There's no. There's no love affair here. He's like he's skating with her in Central Park. And uh, at the end. And and again, you want to talk about disbelief? Shouldn't. I mean, how much weight can that ice hold? I, I mean, there you go. I, it probably shouldn't have, have held him up at all. No, the second he stepped on it, it probably should have cracked. Those streets
0: should have cracked. Those streets aren't ha- made to handle that kind of weight back then. Back then, true. Going through the concrete into the uh,
1: the the what do you call it? The um. Uh, well, they did the skyscrapers. Infra- Come on, infra- Come, let, let's be realistic. He doesn't weigh more than a skyscraper. Infrastructure, but no, but those have a foundation.
0: He's walking. He's running on the street. The street's not built to hold skyscrapers. Built to hold cars. And then there's like pipes and shit underneath the street, and subways underneath the street.
1: I don't. I don't know about the argument of that. I. I don't know. It, it's. I don't. I don't. Play I don't me know. on that. Come on. And again, the shit on that. I mean, the first film had the, the same big giant monkey. You know, running around. So it's not like he's a. He, he was any bigger.
0: And, and I tell you right now. My my, my uh, taking out the trash in this film, how, you know how I would I would just uh, this film would be worth it for me. Yeah. If after I'll sit through the whole film, but then at the end when they're trying to shoot down the monkey that's terrorizing right. the city, and when she stands up and like waves at the planes, that's not to the shoot. They shoot her. That first one should just cut her right in half. Cut her right. right up the line. <laughs> oh, what what are you doing? And and, and they they listen to her.
1: Well, <laughs> uh, I guess my taking out the trash. Yes. It's not as uh I I I just think a a shorter cut. Not that I would change anything. A much shorter like cut. The, like the ending, I think the ending should I I think it shouldn't have as much of a love story aspect. I think it should should go back to like what we were just talking about should go back to just the aggressive gorilla going after what he wants uh i i think it should go back to that type of storyline i think it also uh should they should get to the jungle much faster mm-hmm. they can keep most of the stuff in the jungle i think some of it worked sure uh but you know overall just a shorter film uh no love story involved and uh you know get rid of the get rid of the pond scene of them ice skating in central park even get rid of the whole hollywood thing get, r- get rid of the filmmaker get rid of that too get rid of th- go back to your original cut of the architects architects the Arche- uh, the archeologists <laughs> ar- ar- We're in search of news, new new buildings <laughs>
0: <laughs> ar- archeologists it could be map makers who gives a shit it could just be like it, doesn't it could be like a cruise ship that goes like runs aground like like a whole right. bermuda triangle thing who cares it could have been a lost island for all i care so is that your whole uh, taking out the trailer? That was just the one thing. Yeah, I mean, really, I agree with you. It should have been much shorter, but it's, but it's really it, should, it had to be a different well, film entirely because Jack Black's to- totally uh, miscast. Um, I used completely. To, I used, I used to think Adrian Brody was miscast until I saw Predators. Now he seems okay in that role. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna get his off his um, Are we are we done with the movie?
0: Hey, well, is there any other notes you wanted to add? I mean. The only thing I have. I've got 14 pages of my article. I could, I
1: could just like pick random parts out if you wanted me to. The only thing that I have is a fun little fact that I've actually known about for a little while. Uh huh. But I'd like to bring it up on the show here. Back in 2005, when King Kong was being released, they were also at the same time making a King Kong video game that came out for the Xbox 360. Yes, that was a part of the launch, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was a launch game. Right. Um, if everybody wants to know the entire reason why the Xbox has been hacked and can play burn games and you can play games off your hard drive now and can you? you can do all kinds of uh, operating systems for it and all that shit. You can? It's be- it's because yes, it's oh. it's well known within the hacker community. That's good to know. It is good to know. The, the entire reason why it's possible at all is because of King Kong. Do tell. Be- all right. Back in 2005, when they were pushing Xbox 360, the movie came out in December. The Xbox 360 also came out in December. They had, just about everywhere, kiosks with King Kong the game set up on it. You had a system... And you had King Kong the game.
0: I remember seeing one at Target. Actually, actually played two minutes of it and was totally appalled.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a terrible game. Yeah. Graphics are okay. Didn't really show off what the 360 could do. But that's a different point altogether. Apparently, in all of these kiosks with King Kong, King Kong had completely no security on the game at all. So all one had to do, a hacker had to do was get a copy of this King Kong game that they had in the kiosks, find where the unsigned code was and then completely attack the 360 and figure out a way for it to read burn games. And only because of the kiosk King Kong game was that possible. So Microsoft, the reason why their system was hacked was because the King Kong game was released with an unsecure uh, game on it. It's horrible. It's horrible. They were able to compromise the system. They were able to figure out how to make the DVD player read burned images, and the rest is history. And there
0: are actually people out there to this day that actually do that—that that play
1: burned games and have hard drives with games on them. They do. Wow, that's that's cool. They absolutely. It is kind of yeah, cool, it is if, cool. You, if you if you've seen one in action. It, it is pretty cool. But we obviously we don't condone, you know, playing. Media and media and games and whatnot. Oh, we buy all our stuff. Of course not. I don't buy, any, I don't buy anything with, with Jackson's name
0: on it or Lucas's name.
1: <laughs> so that's a nice uh, little little factoid for everybody out there. The reason why Xboxes were were hacked is because of King Kong. And it wasn't even a good game. It was a terrible game.
0: Yeah. And and uh, my, my publisher, uh, he's, he told me that he was convinced that the only reason they did the uh, whole insect which is on now, by the way, is because uh, that was like a like, well. There's a level of the video game for you. You had
1: to have that in there. You know what? And you're right. There, there is that is in the game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and this scene here, where little Jimmy is shooting, uh, shooting at uh, Adrian Brody. Yeah. I'm sorry, Adrian Brody should be eating lead at this point. But that was humorous, though. That was, bit, you know, that was supposed to be for yeah. yeah. But he, he's like so nervous with this gun and it's just like he's moving it everywhere he's like oh my god stop moving i'm such a terrible shot it's but adrian brody not one scratch for it's not because you get them off that planet (laughs) you can come with me
0: or you can't yeah i don't care God's goddamn I'm, i'm getting off this goddamn planet i'm getting off this rock and at the end of the film i'm gonna take my shirt off and they're gonna have to do some fancy photography because even though I've been working out for six months straight, I'm still a scrawny little fuck, and there's no way I could beat a predator to death with my bare hands. <laughs> no fucking way. That's why I'm wearing this, like, 10-pound jacket all through the whole film.
1: Yeah, I'm doing my best, Clint. Yeah. I like it. You love it. Tell me you love it. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the goddamn Batman. <laughs> well, he's got the beak. He should be the penguin. Oh, wow, that's mean. Wow, that's I know. mean. I I thought he was great in The Pianist, and I thought he deserved that Oscar for that movie, too. You said Pianist. I did say Pianist. (laughs) Um, He would have been a better Scarecrow.
0: Probably. I mean, I I like the Scarecrow that's there. I mean, he would have been better as the Scarecrow than as the Penguin.
1: Yeah. If they ever... Which they will. After The Dark Knight Rises comes out, someone else will helm the film. If they reintroduce Scarecrow, they probably should get Adrian Brody. They've got to bring back King Tut. King Tut? King Tut. from the. TV I'd show. I'd love to see someone attempt clayface personally.
0: Clayface, there. Which one? One, two, three, or four? Um. Or you know, and then there's the cart, the cart, the, cart, the cartoon. The cartoon clayface,
1: I think, I think worked really but well. The cartoon they had like all three different, cl- four different clayfaces too. Well, this is the one back in the the mid '90s when. Yeah, um, but I think even then they
0: had the, the the actor, and then they had the thief, and then they had the blob, and then they had the girl.
1: I think the blob one. I'd like to see the blob one. I think I'd like that version. It, I don't know if they if they'd be able to 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 do it and make it look. You good
0: know, though. ever since they pulled off the Sandman for for Spider Man, I can't. I I I'm open to anything except Bane. Bane,
1: <laughs> and that remains to be dumbest seen, so. fucking villain ever. That remains to be seen. It really does, but that doesn't mean I'm wrong. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Nice. Uh, now, are you going to read from the terrible game, or are you going to skip it? Um, this week? Um, we ran. What, how, how long we're we running here? Hour. You know
0: what? I've only got a. I want to say hour and fifty three minutes. I've only got a page to, to finish it. Let me grab the book real quick. It's,
1: it's over here. All right. Oh, I gotta because we also have voicemail. Play the voicemail. While I'm getting the book. Play it while I. Yeah. okay Play the voicemail. All right. All right. Here we go.
0: Hey, my name's Matt Farley. Made a movie called Freaky Farley. You can rent
1: it on Netflix uh, through the the disc. It's not available for streaming. But uh, we'd be honored if you ever featured our film on your podcast. Thank you. Freaky Farley. Okay, that was a Matt Farley starring in a film called Freaky Farley. And he's essentially asking us to review his movie on our show. Now. Now, the last time we did that, we were actually given a disc... Uh, it was the film "The Minority." We reviewed what, what it. I think that was episode twenty-seven. I am almost positive of that. And it did not go um, well. Yeah we we didn't like it. <laughs> no. Now this, from what I, from the little homework that I did about this, this, um, it seems like this is a almost like a student film. The budget, uh, according to the IMDb, is ten thousand dollars. So they had some decent money to try and make something. Well. If you read some of the user reviews on Netflix, they are not good. But but, but, that doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't mean No, it doesn't. So we will review your movie, Freaky Farley. Anyone that's listening, they can also rent this on Netflix. He did mention that it is not on Netflix streaming. But you can get it through the disc option. Which is how we're going to have to access it to watch it.
0: Correct. So we're not going to be able to review it now because we just got the uh, voicemail a few days ago. So we're hoping
1: to review it next episode or the episode after. Yeah, either episode 71 or 72. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll do it in the next couple of weeks. I don't think we can do it for next week. No. Nah. Not unless... Because uh, I actually don't have a Netflix disc account anymore. I only have the streaming. So I have to get you, know, you I, my copy. I have to... I have to... Well, we'll yeah. you got to get me your copy, and then we can we can watch right. it. Right. Um... But let's do
0: that, and I also think we should do next episode. What, want to do Hunger Games next episode?
1: Yeah, let's do Hunger. Let's do Games. Hunger Games. I wouldn't mind seeing Hunger Games, and you know, maybe I don't know. We'll see if it's any yeah, good or yeah, not. yeah. I'll 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 view that one way or another.
0: I'll get a hold of that. Um. So, but yes, Mr. Farley, we we have take, we're taking up you your challenge. Uh, yes, now, we however, will, we will if, review your movie now. I would like a, I, yes. I would like a delay of a week or two as well because I'm I'm hoping that Matt has asked us to review the film because he listens to the show, and not
1: just be now the film's old, right? 2007, right? So it's it's going on fire. So years. I'm
0: assuming this isn't a uh, like like a sudden like advertising junket where they're just emailing a bunch of places getting the re- reviews. But since he called us personally, I'm hoping that Matt's a listener of the show in one way or another. So if that's the case, or or somebody who knows this, so if they're listening and they hear us and we're saying yes, we are, we want you to call in when we when we interview the, when we yeah we would love that. we would love to have you on
1: as an interviewee while we review the movie. Because you know the only thing that I have to get in touch with Matt is the phone number, because of the caller ID. Right. I don't actually have an email. I don't have a, a Facebook. Uh, well, actually, we did find the Facebook, but I don't know if he reads it. Well, that's the Facebook of the or, movie. That's not his Facebook.
0: There's, exactly. There's the, that's true. If you go to Facebook and, and, and do a search for Freaky Farley, you'll find the official Facebook page for it. I mean, we might be able to find him on Facebook, uh, to be Well, honest, we, we should just post on the Facebook page and say, hey, Matt contacted us and wants us to review the movie. Can we get a hold of him? Somebody that runs that thing will know him. Uh, but, Matt, if you're listening, we want you to come on the show and so we can interview you while we talk about the film. And and I promise we're, we're we're not you know we're not shock jocks and we're not just gonna you know try try yeah, try totally. to embarrass you or anger or anything. If if we don't like the film, we'll be kind and we'll be uh, fair.
1: And if you have a, you know a, a webcam of any kind and you want to get in on a, a, a Skype video like what what we do here with uh, Movie Sucktastic, like I will put you on the screen while your film is playing in the background if that's something that you would like yeah, to do we'll, as well. Yeah, we'll figure
0: it out. So I'll, I'll set that one out. I'll just put my picture up on the screen, and I'll, I'll just do audio.
1: Well, I can make the screen large enough that everybody fits. Well, or you can do it that way, too. I'm just trying not
0: yeah. the hog mats. Uh, you know, screen time. <laughs> but, but, yeah, we're interested in having you come on if, if we're going to review the movie. Yeah, please. Yeah. Definitely. So so contact us. Call us back. Whatever.
1: Email us. I'll, I'll post on the Facebook page, too, see if we can get a hold of you. Yeah, and you can get our email from our website too. So it's uh, themovieguysandmoviesucktastic dot com. Yes, it is. All right, you want to read from the Terrible Game? Yes, yeah, so I'd like to read from The Terrible Game. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. Past your bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I, this this is going to mark the end of chapter one. Ah. Um, yes. Right, you just tell me when you're ready. That's uh, going to be one page, so it's not going to be that long. Um, it's probably if you haven't listened last week, it's not going to make much sense because we're just wrapping up the chapter. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> go ahead.
1: You're go. You're good. You're good.
0: And this is the terrible game by Dan by Dan Tyler, by Moore. Dan Tyler Moore. Thank you, sir. Which You're was welcome. adapted into the film Cotta You stay here, Jonathan. This is how you'll be doing it in a few days." His father spurred back about 50 yards. He whirled and galloped toward him at full speed. He was standing in his stirrups, holding the lance at the shoulder level, balancing the shaft lightly in the tips of his fingers. Despite the up and down motion of the galloping pony, the point of the lance was flying through the air on a flat level line. His father thrust the lance neatly through the ring and let it clatter to the ground. Suddenly, jo- oh, suddenly Jonathan remembered where he had seen that before the damascended picture on the blade of his sword, which I, I looked up that word, I forgot it again, so Jonathan galloped back 50 yards trying to stand in the stirrups and stead- steady himself the way his father did it was much harder than it looked, his lance felt unwieldy and seemed to have a mind of its own, particularly about direction when he reined up and turned the lance resisted the turn and slapped his pony's head just below the sensitive twitching right ear, in an instant Jonathan felt himself astride a living volcano snorting, bucking in all directions, twisting, trying to throw him off and finally turning around Sorry? <laughs> Damn cat Oh, yes <laughs> And trying to bite his leg with long yellow teeth Jonathan heard his father shout System failure System failure
2: System failure Wake up! Wait up. Wait
0: up.
1: All right, and we're back after some technical difficulties. My uh
0: that weren't that weren't because of me for yeah, a change. My
1: my supercomputer, my my super gaming, amazing supercomputer decided to shit on my face and shut itself off and freeze. Freeze first, then shut itself off. So now I'm we're recording an ending to the show that you may never hear. Because I won't be able to recover this week's episode. So instead of us going about our own business on our Saturday nights and maybe even hanging out with someone, it's probably for nothing. I'm so angry right now. Huh. Just so angry. This will cheer you up. What's that? I found a
0: Netflix streaming film we have to watch. Oh, yeah, what's that? Called Rare Exports A Christmas Tale. Oh, God. In the frozen beauty of Finland, local reindeer herders race against the clock to capture an ancient evil, Santa Claus. (laughs) A single dad and his son are caught up in the chaos as scientists dig for artifacts. What they find endangers the entire village.
1: (laughs) And it's called... Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. A Christmas Tale. I will write that down. Yes.
0: If, if we don't do Hunger Games,
1: <laughs> if we did, yeah, motherfucking, you okay, Joey? I'm okay.
0: Sorry, 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 folks. We end up getting cut short on the dangerous game, uh, the terrible game, not the dangerous game. That's right.
1: All right, Netflix streaming. Poor, poor, poor Joey. Because now I got to figure out what the fuck my computer's doing and why. Right. Because this could happen at any point when we're recording an episode. So you've been listening to movie. T- you've been listening to Movie Sucktastic. You
0: can follow us on iTunes. Yeah, I don't even have our music queued up. You, you, you can follow. You can follow us on uh, Zoom. You can follow us on Podcast Pickle, Podcast Pup. Uh, you can go to Moviesucktastic.com for all your Movie needs. You can find the Movie sectastic community on Lunch.com. That's right you can uh Leave go us to voicemail
1: at 908 514 4470 That number again is 908 514 4470. Name is Matt Farley. You can call back and tell us
0: where we can contact you so we can interview you on the show when we when we review the, your film. That's right. Uh you can also go to amazon.com and purchase Monster Rally by S Michael uh, edited by S Michael Wilson. Uh Either the Kindle version or the book version. You can also buy my book, performed by Lagosi. Uh, if you're feeling, if you're a horror fan, you can pick up Butcher Knives and Body Counts, which I have an article in there uh, on um, the film Silent Night Deadly Night. Right. And if you want to read some of my fiction, my humor, you can pick up Uncle John's Flush Fiction, which just which just came out, and that's featuring one of my short story called The Other Foot.
1: Cool. Anything Any wisdom? Else? No, that's it. My wisdom? Yeah. Don't build a fucking supercomputer unless you know it's fucking super. I, I didn't want to say anything because I'd, I'd be 24 like 24 gig of gaming RAM. 24 of DDR3 1600 megahertz RAM. And and what good what did that do you? Nothing. Nothing then do a god in matter of fact not only did it do that but my bios completely reset every setting i have for the memory the hard drives everything gone <laughs> it's not hard to put it back in but come on obviously and something happened like major that it reset my fucking bios
0: tune in next week when we do the show over uh, our telephones yeah we're gonna use two tin cans
1: and a fucking string that's it'll crash. That, yes, it'll it's fucking... <laughs> yeah. Happy trails tra- yeah. Anyway, we might see you next week. Do we have the music? We got the music. <laughs>
0: like,
1: yeah. I got to see if I can salvage this fucking episode now.
0: You can. We'll, we'll, we'll be good.
1: Yeah, if maybe.
0: If you're not listening to this, then, then why am I talking?
1: That's right. Because yeah, uh, sure. I use two programs to record us, and one of them I can salvage. I know that the other one not so sure <laughs> don't know if it keeps files on the computer in a temporary spot and then deletes them if it, nothing is saved I don't know don't know but I will find out and if you're listening to this I was successful
0: and if you're not listening to it uh, well, never mind exactly yeah
1: anyway all right. anyway we may talk to you next week we, we probably w- will we'll, we'll try try all right Talk to you then.